You don't like any Talking Heads at all? I mean, I, I'm not dissing you for it. I'm just, is this not, not like nothing a, that you think is. Listen, it's not that I hate the Talking Heads. I know. No, I understand. I don't. They're not my style. It's just, yeah. I like the songwriting. There's no the. Is it just Talking Heads? Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> Maybe I would like it more if they were the Talking Heads. I'll they, tell you. Okay. If they took themselves more seriously. I just, yeah. I just feel like. They were like they listened to the B fifty twos and they were like, "Hey, no. let's just be that guy." Like no, they were around the way B-52s. before the B fifty two. Whatever, man. I just don't. That's like okay. The, they were like the first of that type of thing. Yeah, kind of. There was some, a couple other bands that were doing that type of shit. Well, I mean, I knew they, myself. You know. <laughs> my God, what have I done? Where is my beautiful <laughs> wife? Where is my man. beautiful job? Where is my beautiful cat? Where is my beautiful house? <laughs> my beautiful Where is my beautiful picture of a cat? Hit hundred thousand dollars, millions so of dollars. It's just not my thing. That's all. It's I don't. Not, I don't begrudge anyone who likes the Talking Heads. I like the song. This must be the place. But oh, that's beautiful. There's a, that's a beautiful there's, song. There's there's a bunch of covers of it. I like every one of those covers more than I like their version of it. Wow. I'm just saying. It's just not my thing. It's who fine. hurt? Who hurt you? <laughs> David David Byrne hurt me. <laughs> David Byrne hurt you. I was in the fourth grade. Did he spacey you in he, a bar and he babysat me and spacey you. <laughs> When I was a youngster, David oh, Byrne. Oh, 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 don't even. <laughs> no, because now you're demeaning the actual Right, youngsters. now you're just, you're, you're ruining the brand. Listen, this is not a Talking Heads podcast. <laughs> We're going to change the talk, name to that. If you want a Talking Heads po- podcast, go listen to, are you Talking Heads to my Talking Heads? Nope. Are you Talking Talking Heads to my Talking Oh, yeah, are you talking, talking Talking Heads? Head. This is not a Talking Heads <laughs> podcast. <laughs> my God, I thought it was. Oh, I just blew out the microphone, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I went skydiving yesterday. Yeah. Don't say it. I knew you, I thought you were gonna say. Did you go Rocky Mountain climbing? Nope. Did you go 2.7 seconds? I was gonna bowl make... named Fu Manchu. <laughs> Did you love deeper? <laughs> I only knew those few lyrics. You know the whole song. Because I live like I'm dying. Man. Did you wear a wetsuit, a la Point Break? <laughs> uh, no, no? Were, we got to wear whatever we wanted. But anyway, I was saying that you wanted me to continue this conversation on Mike, but. Um, I'm trying to convince the guys to play there. Mm-hmm. And then the lady was like, if they don't want to jump, we'll give them the pass. They can sell the pass. I'd sell my, my jump. And and also Might as well. people have more of an incentive because it's like you can come to a show. Mm-hmm. Then you get to jump out of a plane with the band. So, yeah, you have to pay. But <laughs> that, You know what? That's an amazing idea. Fine. I've fine. never heard of a promotional idea yeah. like that before involving like a, a musical artist although i don't think any manager or agent in their right mind would let their band do oh, that for insurance not. reasons well, it's no. not going to be the but whole still. band it's, it's going to be it's going to be three fifths it's going to be three of us maybe only if two the, fifths if the boy does it like i don't Derek know if the baby it. boy will do it me and tim are a definite no no you don't want to jump I, out I of an airplane i thought luke airplane? would be 50 50 but no. i guess he's a hard do you, no do you know why i wouldn't do it because hmm. i'd get up there i'd jump out the plane the guy would pull the chute, it wouldn't go off. The guy would pull the reserve chute, it wouldn't go off. And then I'd go, my God, what have I done? <laughs> this is our Neil Young podcast, where we mostly talk out of our ass. While going through the works of Mr. Young. Mike Shoe and the Condon Boys, Trans and Harvest and Illinois. We're gonna sit and listen to each one. It's long.
got to have margaritas for this one. Welcome to Long May You Young, the only Neil Young podcast where we tackle each Neil Young album one episode at a time in order of release. And I know Nils Lofgren said it in the last episode. He went, wow. And he said it like we were out of our minds. Which, which could be true. Yeah, it's yeah. Definitely true. Right. Thanks to all for all the uh, great feedback on that last uh, episode with the uh, the legendary Nils Lofgren. Um, got a lot of positive feedback on that. Uh, yeah. A lot of people enjoyed that. A lot of people enjoyed Nails Lofgren as well. Yeah, Nails was a big hit. In fact, I did get a tweet <laughs> on the Long May You Young Twitter feed, which is at Long May You Young. Um, someone with a Nails specific question. I got to find it. <laughs> it was so good. Um, but you, thanks to Nails Lofgren, Nils' half-brother. We, uh, we did get a fi- another five-star review on iTunes. Oh, you got to read the review then. So it's from someone... It's time for read the review. <laughs> I, I do like that. I can't wait for the spinoff of this podcast where the jacket from Back to the Future gets his own podcast. The demand for the jacket is so high <laughs> that I just can't resist the offer to, to, so to do a, a jacket podcast. You get, you're going to get sued by Zemeckis. Yeah, that would be hilarious. Uh, this is a five-star review from Dan Moshpit. The Dan Moshpit. <laughs> Dan Moshpit. Uh, hey, this is Dan Moshpit. What's loving up? The, loving the podcast, guys. You guys are the best. I rep it when I'm fucking wailing around, swinging my arms and shit, bashing into chicks. Dan Moshpit. Dan Moshpit out. Five stars. You guys done? You guys done with your Dan Moshpit impression off? Hand me my Oakleys. Also, <laughs> is it a good or a bad thing that we... We dude, just totally made We just talk about too. Sorry dude, he's probably, <laughs> he's probably like, super nice. Really nice. You guys are the best I've ever heard. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, all right. So also, the, I've spent my fair share of time in Moshpits. I'm sure she yes, has. Yes, too. I have too. Yeah. The caption is this youngster's got a boner. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Dan Moshpit, baby. Wow, that's he made it creepier. I didn't think that could be possible. <laughs> I love it. But he made it creepier. <laughs> Dan Moshpit. I'm all about Dan Moshpit. You're the Dan best. Dan Moshpit says I found you guys on the Neil subreddit and am pleasantly surprised at the sack tickling that happens every episode. <laughs> <laughs> he knew he just <laughs> of all the read it. of all the musicians that deserve uh. a podcast dedicated to them. Neil is the biggest and best in my opinion. Thank you for taking your guys' passion and putting it into a form I can enjoy in my car each week. Really looking forward to the Neil and the shocking pinks episode for the inevitable vagina jokes that will accompany it. <laughs> Thanks again, <laughs> Dan. There's some vagina and stuff in this in this uh, album. Oh, yeah, yeah there's there lots of vagina. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then he says, Dan Moss from Redding, California. Please give a oh, shout-out nice. to all the true youngsters out there. Right on. Shout-out yeah, to Dan you Moshpit. youngsters from Dan Moshpit. You know what? If Dan Moshpit requests it, I'll say something in the jacket voice just for Dan Moshpit. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just you you want him to write in yeah, something for something you to say. To say? You just want another one. five star review. Wait, are yeah. you gonna be the jacket on cameo? Are you gonna yes, start your you own cameo? Do that. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, I was saying that was a, that was your jacket voice, shoe. Yeah, that's all I got. I can't because <laughs> when I do it like you do it, it sounds like I have asthma. <laughs> Happy birthday! <laughs> what the <laughs> fucking you know? shit? And it's was like, that? oh my god, that's you know what that is? That's fucking forty years of bong hits. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's it, it shoes curses. He can't not sound sultry and yeah, sexy. Yeah, he just whenever. can't not have like that deep, sexy voice. <laughs> and, 
I'm the jacket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I made a suede. Yeah, this is the jacket, yeah. baby. I have French. You're going to wear you're going to wear me all night. Uh, Cuz oh, you were about on, to sit and make the same joke, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, I was. You're, you're, about, you're about to wear me all night long, baby. <laughs> Uh, a couple of things on our Twitter feed, the nails question. It's from the uh, guys who do Performance Anxiety, which is a great podcast, uh, also on the Pantheon Podcast Network like we are. And uh, it, it says, uh, it's a question. It just says, uh, do you guys have contact info for Nails Emporium? I need exactly <laughs> 72 cents worth of nails and some nail accessories. Uh, we'll get that to you. I'll tweet that back to you. Performance Anxiety. That's hilarious. I don't want to spoil anything, but I've been getting a few calls from Screwy Louie, Screws and Such. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to make a field day Screwy out. Louie. That's great. It sounded very similar to Nails Lofgren is all I'm going to say. Um, um, yeah. Jason uh, Muchler, I think I'm saying that right. It's a great interview with Nils, boys, of course, until Mike Shue asked Nils the Sophie's Choice question of tour <laughs> options at the end. Just kidding. Love the show. Get Nils back for trans. Yeah, I did ask oh, him if, yeah. if Bruce and Neil called at the same time. It's a good, yeah. Yeah. I thought he was going to hang up. <laughs> he, he handled that like yes, a Yes, he did. He did. But I'm I sure it wasn't the first time you know someone asked him that. I think we all know, though. I mean, come on. Come on, you go with who brought you to the dance, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Tom Lofgren. That's who you go with. <laughs> it's right. You go with Tom brother, and yeah. his brother, man. You yeah. stick with your bro. Um, but thank you for uh, following us yeah, on you Twitter. Go with that, that, that badass weathered band, man. Yes. Oh, my God, with band. Andy Newmark on drums. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, check out Nil's new live album out August 21st. It's called Weathered. It's pretty awesome. That was an awesome interview. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, he's a great, he's yeah. a great interview. He's a Great yeah. guy who's good with our questions. You know, we were all like, Mr. Lofgren, remember <laughs> that time you played with Neil? I, even Adam Morin had nothing but good things to say. Yeah. Oh, did he really? Yeah, on Facebook, he was yeah, like, Adam said some nice stuff. I, didn't, I don't have it in front of me, but he was just like, wow. nothing, but, nothing but. When you can impress Adam Morin. He just said that he was a really kind soul and something like that. Jeez. And how yeah. about the John Locke thing that, uh, N- that Nils brought up? Didn't he say that John Locke did something? Am I, or am I imagining that? Oh, uh, John, our, our, he said someone something about someone named John Locke. Yeah, and we have a a fan, named a youngster John named John yeah, Locke. Yeah, a youngster named John Locke. And he was talking with some, one of our other youngsters on Facebook too. Just a couple of youngsters chatting away. Yeah. See, that sounds really creepy. Now you made Nils sound really <laughs> creepy. He was chatting with a couple of youngsters on Facebook. No, 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 no. Na- that, Nils wasn't. Okay, Nails John, was. John. Locke. Oh, John was. Yeah. All right. No, no, well, no. two youngsters were going back and forth. We're gonna have to Corey check. Nils had nothing John to do with Locke. it. That's is all on us. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? What is this? I know we're doing a Neil Neil Young <laughs> podcast for fuck's at, sake. At what point? At what point do our tangents become so ridiculous that our we just have to do a tangent podcast? No, that's it's it, not gonna no, happen. That's, not on my watch, says Mike. No, Shue. no. Because it has to be. Because then it's not natural. Then it's like a thing. Yeah. You know. Do you think people would prefer I know we were talking about this before we turned the mics on. Do you think people would prefer us to not do any kind of banter at the beginning? Do you think they would prefer us to roll right in with some like fuck them t- typical music and just be like this episode is <laughs> one of my we'll favorites. Today we'll cover the yes. time. Today yeah. we're covering the 1977. Yeah. American Stars and Bars <laughs> where Neil Young presented us with a country flair. You know, like nobody wants to hear for, yeah. for fucking two hours. Just know. Shit yeah, like you know, that. you don't want to. We don't want to be. We've said no. this before. We don't want to be too academic. His, about Neil dipped it. his proverbial toes in 
the country waters in this one. Yeah, you know, you know he's flirted with it before. Originally received well by critics, American stars and bars. Right, it's become, like yeah. <laughs> reading a review. Right, exactly. Yeah. You know, that's we just it's like and, and it's so dry when, when you listen to those. <laughs> I like doing this voice. <laughs> Is that your music critic yeah, voice? Yeah, that's my music. Do Luke do yours and I'll do mine. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay. It and was a seminal <laughs> album oh, for the Americana yeah, movement. Have shoes voice too. Uh, <laughs> in, in American <laughs> stars and bars are not well received by critics. I don't think people like your jacket. Voice. They don't like my jacket voice. <laughs> we still don't have margaritas in front of us. Sorry, yet. man. I'm trying to make in them here. In 2020, the gentleman who did the Neil Young podcast tried to do the jacket voice, and only one of them was well received. <laughs> it started out as a Neil Young podcast. It quickly became. Jokes. You know who? You know who you sound like now. You sound like Will Ferrell doing Harry Carey. Yes. Oh, hey yeah, Jimmy, yeah. if my head was a giant hot dog, <laughs> it's all would in you there, eat man. it? It's just all in there. You know, there's nothing that's, you can do that's about actually, it. Shoot, that's actually really good. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for all the the feedback. You can uh, you know send us notes, ask for contact information for Nails Lofgren. Yep. Um, you know, any not de- Nils. We're not giving that away. No, no, we can't give Nils. But Nails needs the business. Mm. Uh, and if oh, uh, your Horse. friend, uh, wh- who's your friend that did the uh, Neil Young fedora on the sperm? Oh, oh yeah, Sarah, Sarah Lynn. Lynn. She did a great DeCarmo and Key one. No, she did. It was a Wang Chung. No, oh no, Wang it was Wang Chung. Chung. That's it. Yeah. They're so similar though. She just put Neil Young hats on. It's like DeCarmo and Key is like if Wang Chung found <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's that's what it is. That's our new tagline. <laughs> that should yes. be when we do our Long May You Chung podcast. Yeah, Long May You Chung. We do that in in a car in I the said? parking lot of a Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> in uh, Charlestown. Did you see what I said to Sarah Lynn? I said, "Everybody have fun tonight. Everybody kneel young tonight." Oh my god! And then I said, after tonight, I said, "The night." Ah, oh, very nice. Yeah. It doesn't rhyme, but it's like. Oh, nice. it's Listen, meal. you don't fuck around with the chung. What is this tequila don't you're pouring around? around um, so I wanted to make margaritas because American Stars and Bars, which is the album we're going to be talking about today, yeah. makes me want to drink margaritas. Mm. And uh, so not I, out of I, coconuts, though. Uh, or no, sorry, long tall bananas. No, we're not having long <laughs> tall frozen bananas. This makes you want to drink margaritas. This yeah. to me is like a like a double shot of straight bourbon album. Oh really? See, I get the I get like the like this album would be. The first side of this album would be awesome at a cookout. It is awesome, like, yeah. With like burgers and beers, okay, and getting in trouble and illegal fireworks. You know, I mean, it's it'd be perfect for that. It'd be awesome. Mm. So that and then, but uh, there's there's one song in particular that just makes me want to drink margaritas when I hear it. Okay, on here. So when we get to it, hopefully, I'll have the margaritas done. This is weird tequila. My brother-in-law gave me. They come in little glass La Luchador heads, you know, Mexican wrestler yeah, yeah, heads. Yeah, those are awesome. Yeah, I take don't know a, how the tequila is. Russ, take but, a picture you know. of that, post it on the Instagram there or something go. like that. Yeah, so they come in these little bottles, and, and uh, I was like, you know, I, I got to use I'm going to post it somehow. right now so the youngsters know. <laughs> so I'm making margaritas because this, this, is, this is the drinking album. Yeah. You know, Neil said that this album was like, uh, one, originally the concept was one side was supposed to be about going out to bars and getting shit-faced, and the... Second side was supposed to be about American folklore, but then I think it was in either Shaky or or um, it was in either Shaky or what, what's his book, the um, Waging Heavy Peace. Waging Heavy Peace. That he said I forgot about the whole history part. <laughs> <laughs> well, this I mean, tequila was 
was his drink. Was the horse's oh, drink? Oh yeah, for my sure. god. Yeah, for, like he would drink wine glasses full of tequila on the Tonight's the Night tour, and it was always around. And, Speaking of the horse, they are very prevalent on this album. Yes, they are on pretty much almost all the tunes. Seven of the nine songs, or I then think he, so. he he does. Uh, it's split between Crazy Horse and then he called. Is it the Bullets? That's that's who I want to talk about. I want to really want to get into because we always say that Ben Keith is like the hero of Harvest. Yeah, like he's the guy that really made Harvest sound oh, like it sounded. But on this album, it was definitely the Bullets, Linda Ronstadt and Nicolette Larson. Nicolette, that's her name. I couldn't figure they, it out. Well, Emmy Lou is in there too. Right? She's on one song. Oh, she's only on one yeah. on Star Bethlehem. But um, on the songs that they were like that they recorded with Crazy Horse for this album. Uh, they had them on backing vocals, and they're amazing. They totally shine on this oh album. Oh, my God. I think they're the heroes of this they album. They make the songs that they're on, they make yeah, them shine. Absolutely. Like, Bite the Bullet. Yeah. Uh, what's the, I mean, Saddle Up the Palomino. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's, they're, uh, they're the, on. Hey, so babe. Me. Hey, babe. Yeah. yeah. They're on a bunch of songs. And Emmylou's on one. Ben Keith is on a bunch of these songs. Ben's great at yeah, this. Yeah, Ben family. Keith, and then the uh, violin player, uh, Carol... Mayedo, I think I'm saying the name right. Let me look over. So you add those two people to Crazy Horse, and you get this awesome bar band. Yeah, They're in full right. oh my bar God. band mode on here. They're the band that's, I hope you get this reference, that's at Bob's Country Bunker, and they start playing Don't Cry No Tears, and the crowd starts throwing bottles that are smashing against the chicken wire. Yeah, that's, and blues, then they, that's blues Brothers. Right, right and yeah. then they break into, like, side one of this album, and they right. save the night totally. Yeah, this. totally. This is total bar band material <laughs> here. Except it's awesome. their Don't Cry No Tears is on Zuma. I hate no, it. no, that's what I'm saying. They start oh, with, like, a rock tune. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. and then it's like, then they get pelted with rocks and bottles, <laughs> and, uh, and then they break into, you know, Hold Back the Tears or Saddle Up the Palomino or something. This is just, I love this album a lot. And, I've, I, you know, I've liked this album for a long time, and a lot of people have dissed this album and, and says it's, uh, they say it's uneven and stuff, but to me it's, it's one of his better albums. I just love the mood I, of I it. I wanted to say, too, you know? that... When we first started recording this podcast, I, I probably said, and I think we all were sort of like, oh, you know, it's great when we're doing these first albums, but then we're going to get to a point where it's like, oh, man, I don't know about these albums. And, and, right, I keep uh, waiting for that I'm, to happen. I'm, I'm le- I, the more, and we're not close, you know, we're not there yet, but the past few that I haven't really been as familiar with, I've been really pleasantly surprised by how much I like them. <laughs> and Shu is uh, shaking, shaking his margarita. Shaking his margarita. Uh, Shaker, what is that thing? That called? sound you hear That's in the background shaker. is That's just right. a shaker, yeah. shaking a margarita, That's spared right. no expense. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, I agree with you, Russ. I didn't know this album at all, and I loved this album. I don't know why more of these songs weren't hits. I feel like someone said that already. I, yeah, there's a, there's a couple of songs on here that I thought could have been hits. Oh yeah, that were just you know we said this about "Don't Cry No Tears." As a matter of fact, that. It's a catchy tune, and yeah. Neil doesn't usually write catchy songs. Like Cinnamon Girl may have been one. The Loner may have been catchy, you think. Yeah. Some stuff in but like, I don't know, if you'd say Mr. Soul's a catchy tune. It's not really. It's just a good song. Yeah. But I'm talking like something that's like snappy, and you know, it, it puts its meat hooks into your brain. and <laughs> You know I what I mean? It's an up-tempo. I yeah. Quit. You will it's catchy. do that thing you do in Spanish. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, dude, come on. Give you till the morning comes. That's a catchy tune. Hey, fuck you, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you on Cripple Creek Ferry. No, Neil knows how to write a, a catchy tune, but he just doesn't do it as often as he could. 
Right, I'm sure. And he, in this I'm album, sure there are some fucking catchy tunes. Yeah, man. there's some good tunes on this yeah. album. There's some great. Tunes. Do you think that maybe? But I was just, uh, just oh, sorry, quickly. No, it's fine. I just want to quickly finish my point. Uh, uh, that I, f- I'm gonna change my uh, switch up my original thing, that I when we first started recording this podcast, and I, and I think I'm gonna say that, uh, I I think it's gonna continue uh, that I'll be pleasantly surprised with albums I wasn't familiar with or i think are going to be oh, weird even the 80s stuff i think i'm going to end up being like you know what i really like this and i well, think that's going to continue and, think, the, and don't get me wrong there probably are going to be a few that i'm like yikes can i have this but, one mike yeah that's for you i think all his albums have something on yeah. them that we're all going to yeah. like like even the stills young band has you know long may, may you young. run on it <laughs> run. and uh, yes one of us <laughs> always does i know right but uh, it's, you know, even like... In that episode, by the way, it was always one of us that was fucking it up, one way or the other. We were either saying it wrong well, or Mike, saying it wrong. Mike is pouring some big-ass margaritas, so we're going to be fucking... By the end of this up. episode, man, we get, we're, we gonna, get, we're all going to be saddling hey up the Hey, everyone, welcome to Long May You Drunk. We get a, we get a Lelucha head each, so... <laughs> Long Jesus. May You Drunk. We each get a Lelucha head? Yes, we each get Fuck a Lelucha yeah, head do. full of tequila. But yeah, get, I... Get, I Get out of my cone. And um, get I, that cone out. Get that cone out of my face. I love I love this album because it's it's um it. yeah you get it thank you it's just it's it continues like from Zuma yeah it continues the like the up mood yeah you know he's slowly getting out of that fog that was the ditch trilogy you yeah know? and this one is like I'm out there and even though he's singing about sad stuff and getting dumped and everything but that kind of goes along with the country thing. Like, you got to put a little tear in your beer, right, when you're doing country <laughs> tunes, you know? And, and at, at the time, 77, you know, you think about what country music was in 77. There were two. That's when it really started to split up. You know, you had, like, the Nashville country guys like George Jones and, and, uh, and Tammy Wynette and stuff like yeah. that. And then you had the outlaw guys like Willie Nelson and Waylon Jennings you know, Chris Christopherson and stuff. And this definitely has that outlaw. Yeah, this is outlaw 70s country. 70s outlaw man. country I, feel I to it. it. I really dig it. And you could say that this album was definitely a some so, kind of blueprint, uh, if not some you know earlier songs, but this out, at least side one so, is a blueprint for like you know the whole Americana thing, which oh, yeah. I kind of consider you guys to be part of. Yeah, it. but uh-huh. like bands like like earlier bands like Uncle Tupelo, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Uncle you Tupelo know? for sure. Yeah. That, well, so going back to your your reference to Zuma, I want to bring up this Facebook conversation that people were having on our Facebook page, which you is mean the youngsters going back and forth. Yeah, the, a couple of youngsters just bouncing back and forth off each other. <laughs> Luke uh, likes to watch the youngsters talk <laughs> on the Facebook. I love that they're calling themselves youngsters, too. Yeah, no, it's it's thought, who thought that would catch on? <laughs> right? Russ called it right Holy away. Holy fuck. But, uh, so I posted a picture of um, the the vinyl sleeve, and it just says, Lyndon Johnson bared his scars, oh, American yeah. stars and bars. Yeah. Um, and so they uh, a couple a couple listeners started going back and forth. Matt Pauley. Said, and I thought this was a very interesting take. He said, I'm really upset that Like a Hurricane is on this album and not Zuma. Well, it was recorded during Zuma. It was. Yeah. And it's, um, but Neil, I guess, didn't think it was, it was one of those things that he didn't really like at the this time. This is a weird th- album for that because you also have Star of Bethlehem and Homegrown, which ended up on, on Homegrown. Grown. But <laughs> right. then you yeah. also have. Which was recorded before this. But you also yeah. have. What's right, so it's like, but you also have two songs that were supposed to be on Chrome Dreams, which never came out. It feels yeah. like this. There is are a the bunch al- of songs on there that were supposed to be on Chrome Dreams. Yeah. Right? yeah, so it feels like this album is kind of the amalgamation. It is, of a few but it, different- but the first, well, I don't. Let me look. I I want to say four or five songs. The first 
Yeah, Old Country, Saddle Up, Hey Babe, Hold Back the Tears, even Bite the Bullet all feel like the same album. They do. That all is like cohesive to me. That whole first side, um, that was all recorded in one day. That makes sense. At the barn. It all has the same. Yeah, and they they did what they do. They bring in the the mobile truck, and they just played live. In fact, Linda Ronstadt always tells the story that you know, wow, that was a great rehearsal. I can't wait to start recording this stuff. And Neil Young, like, takes her outside and shows her the recording truck and said, no, that's it. We're done. (laughs) Yeah. And she was horrified (laughs) because she was like, she didn't feel like like she she usually felt. Right. Well, yeah, she should have known because she was like, you know, she was on Harvest. I rewatched, I rewatched the, uh, that um, Laurel Canyon doc. And I'll say this, Linda Ronstadt was a fucking smoke show back she in the day. She was, man. She was known for that. You didn't she know that? Beautiful. No, I kind of knew Beautiful yeah, voice. She, she was, like, woman. known to be, like, people yeah. love, people, ooh. People yeah. Like but, uh, I mean, she's so good on this album. Yeah, she's great. And yeah, then her, Nic- yeah, her Nicolette, and Nicolette Larson are just... Nicolette, are, who had a little fling with Neil. Yeah, they had a thing going on. Yeah, which I didn't yeah, know for a while. About. And then in true Neil style, he just, like, like dumped her without telling her. Oh, really? Like, he just stopped co- communicating with Did her. Did he tell her to eat a peach? No. Right. <laughs> 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 He just like he, she was like he just stopped calling me, he stopped coming around. Yeah. It was just done. And then for a while, she was living at his place in Malibu, and Peggy was living at his place in uh, in the ranch. Weird with a baby. Very weird. Yeah, and so it was weird for a while there, you know. But that was this was after he dumped her, but he let her live at the place in Malibu. So he had like the ex girlfriend living at the place in Malibu and. Yeah. Maybe she was like, you know, Neil, if you're not careful, you're going to lose me. (laughs) (laughs) I lost you six months ago. Are you mental? (laughs) One would need to own a gun. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. A few things, youngsters. If you're not privy to us just jumping into ridiculous references, which aren't aren't that extreme, by the way, then you're not going to enjoy any of the other ones. And also... I'll get this out of the way now. We understand this album came before Decade. We know that. We wanted to do Decade on the 10th episode because Decade, I don't know if, if anyone knows this, it means 10. <laughs> what? It does, yeah. Shut up. So that's also, why I thought I don't it would know be if anyone heard my Nacho Libre reference. We got I, it. I did do a Nacho Libre we, You did a few of them, I feel like. No, just one. You didn't say save me a piece of that corn for oh, later? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And did yeah, you guys know... Yosemite is actually pronounced Yosemite. <laughs> did you see that? The, That's fucking crazy, right? See, I never knew that. I actually, we, we we have Neil news in regards to that fucking lunatic uh, with the new "Looking for a Leader" song. Wait, do yeah, you, that's right. You heard yeah. it. We should talk yeah, about excellent. that before. Okay, we get here comes your Neil news alert. <laughs> it's time for your Neil news alert. Yeah, so he redid but "Looking he, for he, a yeah, Leader." Yeah, he did re, redid "Looking for a Leader." I dig I it. Did you guys hear it? Yeah. I don't think we really did. Good. Did we? Oh, thank you, sir. I think we did. These are delicious, by the way, Mike. Oh, thanks. That's, I'm getting uh, so drunk right it's now. It's the La Luchador tequila and the uh, Tre Agaves margarita mix. It's organic. so you know. um, Can but, I pop the lime in there? Yeah, do whatever you I, want, That's Russ. what I did. Yeah. All right, so going back to that well, comment between... Well, yeah, go ahead, read it. We'll come back. Yeah, go So ahead. he said, I'm really upset that Like a Hurricane is on this album and not Zuma. And then our, our, uh, oh, yeah, our friend and youngster, John Locke, Says Cortez and Hurricane on the same record. I can get behind that. Where would you put it on Zuma? Would you c- cut a song? I'm gonna have to use the custom playlist creator on the archive site. 
to create this new Zuma, which I didn't know you could do on the archive site. I didn't know you could make a custom playlist, but I'm yeah, definitely going to do that. I haven't been to the that. site much because I mostly use the app, so I, I, I got to check out the site for that type of stuff. But Matt Polly responded and said, tough question. My first instinct, and I disagree with this, but you guys might agree, if I had to cut a song is to cut through my sales. It's not a bad song. It just feels tacked on like a bonus track. That's the one that's for the reason I said I wanted Which to cut it. Which we both it. said. It's, just it's, it's of, a CSN. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just out of place on But then he says this, and I kind of agree with He said, would Cortez and Hurricane back-to-back be too much? And I definitely think it would. I think that that's a lot, but I it feel is like a Crazy a, Horse album, so Yeah, but Hurricane, no. I feel like it's it works Those two this. songs would be weird together. I, I agree. I think it yeah, would be too back much. Yeah, back-to-back, that yeah, would be Yeah, you don't put them back-to-back, but they could be on the same album. He could stick a little acoustic something in the middle there, or maybe something like Florida they both, from They're Homegrown. both on Decade, right? No? Yes. They, yeah, Cortez and Hurricane are both on yeah. Decade. So there you go. And I think Star of Bethlehem works on, on Decade, It too. is on, yeah. It is. Yeah. Homegrown, is Homegrown, too? Mm, I don't think Homegrown. I don't think Homegrown's on Decade. Weirdly enough, Homegrown is on Homegrown, which came out <laughs> That's this That's crazy. Isn't that nuts? And it's Yosemite. You keep going back to that. <laughs> okay, new drinking game. Every yeah. time Shu brings up Yosemite today. Oh, that, well, so so. Uh, did you see that? There's um, uh, fuck. There's like some. There's some kind of Jewish museum or something that sells a shirt. Yeah, that yeah, says, yeah. They made. They already made thirty thousand dollars or something. Yeah, like that, that says something like it says what, Yosemite. Yeah, Yosemite, yeah. and they've made like thirty grand off shirt sales or some shit. I think like Yosemite that. is the name of the number one Beastie Boys podcast. In the country. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard. You, you know what? Check those stats. New drinking game on this episode. No, because I'm gonna be shit fit. These <laughs> things are strong. <laughs> very nice. These I'm are, already. I'm happy. sorry, man. You're you great. No, they're you know what, really you, good. You know, you don't have to finish. We're it. a half an hour in. I'm already mostly in the bag here. Oh, it doesn't take Luke long. You know, well, I haven't eaten anything yet, but oh, uh, boy. I'll, I'll be Christ. chewing on those this limes man in a, a Big second. Mac. <laughs> oh, God, that sounds good right now. No, new drinking game. Anytime Shu brings up Yosemite or Yosemite, you have to take a drink, list, youngsters, and you have to donate a little bit of money either to that foundation Russ is talking about or to indigenous people. Yeah. In honor there of you go. Neil. Because I feel like it covers both right there. Yeah. How we verify that? We want to see your receipts. Yeah, yeah send us your receipts. Post your receipts. Yeah. Or send us your credit card number. Or sign up for the Neil Young archives. There yeah, you there go. you go. Yeah. Like yeah. There you go. That sounds fair. Yeah. All right. Because then you can get all that information on the archives. All right. Let's. let's there's, you know what? There's almost too much guys, information on the Neil there's Young. There's so archives. much. Dude. It's lot. overwhelming. It's overwhelming. But cool. I mean, it's very good. I feel like I haven't even gotten. I haven't even, even, scratched, gotta, you I haven't gotta, even scratched the Neil surface. You got to go on the website. Puppy. The app is cool, but the I wanna website's go on, yeah, I'm gonna got go on the website a ton more stuff, if you can imagine and, that. And also, I know you brought it up on the last episode, Mike, but the thing you posted on the Facebook about that movie that's coming out. Oh, Mountaintop. Holy The making shit. of Colorado. Doesn't that look cool? That looks awesome. I know. I can't wait. And that's going to be on the archives. That's going to be on the website. Neil yeah. seems like kind of a tough guy to work with if you're an well, engineer. Well, the guy obviously knows what he wants. Oh, you yeah. Know? And it's like he doesn't get it. <laughs> what's like, What's the matter with you? Why can't you get me more fucking... In- I know. It's like, why can't this be... We're a rock band, a rock for band. fuck's sake. <laughs> it's getting so I'm bad. I'm paraphrasing, of course. Because he couldn't get enough volume in right. the monitor. <laughs> and also the way he does shit, just from... And me and Russ have been in the studio few times we're not like we haven't made 50 albums but like we're pretty cut and dry when we go in because your your time is very limited you pay in for time yeah so the engineer he's like he 
the one thing every engineer will say is you don't want any bleed through. So, like, the first thing I see with this is, like, Neil setting up a monitor just blaring at yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, And you're like... No headphones. No headphones. Right. <laughs> you're like, this is kind of an engineer's <laughs> yeah, worst nightmare. Like worst oh, yeah, thing. Man. yeah. But yeah. It, it always sounds great. It sounds... It's fucking Neil, man. Fucking Neil, man. Yeah. Fucking, fucking man. Neil. Did you guys listen to the new Looking for a Leader? Yeah, yes. a couple times. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I like it a lot. I, I like the I, Obama. I just like, I like that, it. I just like that he's... Ba- it's just him stomping on a fucking porch, pretty much. You know, yeah. it's it's fucking cool. I, I was gonna bring that up too with this in this album because it's like a crazy horse version of Homegrown. But if you go on the archives, or I think if you just YouTube, Wait. it, there's a version of him doing Homegrown to his chickens. Really? <laughs> yeah, he's just on his porch <laughs> and he's see singing that, it. Man. He's just like he's got the guitar and the chickens are just like just clucking her all around him and he's on his porch and he's just like homegrown's all right with me that sounds awesome and, and they're just clucking all around him and he, it was like recent you clucking know? neil man clucking neil Cluck. man that's gonna did be he, a thing um, now great did he ask and one sarah of the, lynn's gonna make a clucking neil put a hat on a chicken, on a chicken. chicken on a neil body he, or something did he ask one of the that chickens a, uh, a shirt dude oh did God. he ask the chickens to play Clucking banjo neil. or <laughs> neil young's body with a chicken head but that hat Clucking Neil, man. So basically, you want Foghorn Leghorn with a leather jacket and a fedora on. Okay, work on that. That would be funny if he asked one of the chickens to play the banjo. Or I know. He's like, play. Why can't I, you play this fucking banjo? Just, I don't. I don't. I just lay eggs, Neil. I know. I don't want to. I don't want a session banjo player in here. You don't I even want have, a fucking I, chicken. I want it to sound like you don't have fingers. It sounds like you're talking about Nils. I Lof- don't. I have feathers. It's, I'm a chicken. Right. I want that sound. It sounds like you're talking about Nils Lofhen. Oh, oh, all right. Jesus okay, sorry Christ. about that. All right, American stars. <laughs> all right, let's get to American stars the, and bars. The album covers before right the there. margaritas kick in. Oh, Nineteen. The, what's the credits? Are the one on the bottom right no, there? No, I know. I just want to see. Oh, on the Dean, album cover, Dean it's Stockwell. Mr. Dean Stockwell. Dean Stockwell. I love this. Yeah. Is my Actor, one of my favorite writer. album covers. To this is a cool is. album. Do you, do, who is the like? female ish that is david briggs girlfriend yep. at that time okay. connie moscus and she uh she called her mother and says i'm going to be on a neil young album cover and, and she described it upskirt. and the first thing she said was god i hope you're wearing underwear <laughs> she is she's covering yes. up her bullet that's such a great it's a, such a great like concept oh my but god. this is the perfect sort of thing for what i was going to bring up for this album as far as i had brought it up a little bit with um when we talked about Broken Arrow, just Neil's sort of commentary on America. And, I mean, the, the title of this album, American Stars and Bars, and you get the the two sides here mm-hmm. where the front is that sort of him smashed against an imaginary yeah, he's glass. he's passed out on a bar floor. Yeah, a bar floor, yeah. and, and there's, like, the stars and... And, and bars. Right. Well... <laughs> And, the, and it says Canadian too on the whiskey there. Oh, that's right. It? It's Canadian yeah. whiskey. I think Is it that's Canadian a nice, club? I think that's a nice touch. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, then, awesome. like you said, that's Briggs's girlfriend. You said. Yep. Yep. And then on the back, it's just this sort of Native American sort of piece. There's uh-huh. the nature, the mountains, well, the snowy. And it's a huge. Um, who is who is that? Do we does it say? Can we look that up? Who the the Native American is? Uh, no. It, I think it's sure. someone. I'm gonna look it up while you. It's die. it's like she is the mountain, or it's almost like a Mount Rushmore. Yeah, you know. So I guess Neil would put her on his Mount Rushmore as opposed to who we'd want to put on Neil's Mount Rushmore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. And then like there's the teepee, but the little dude with the hat coming out of the teepee almost looks like it could be Neil too. You know what I mean? <laughs> the little dude with the hat. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, check out the the um, the uh, artwork. 
Dean Stockwell. Dean Stockwell. This is yeah. a cool album cover, man. I dig it. I yeah. really like this one. He's great. And he's the guy who wrote the uh, script that inspired the song After the Gold Rush. Oh, shit. That's, that's yep. Dean Stockwell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. I didn't even yeah. make that connection. That's more, awesome. More importantly, Al from Quantum Leap. For real? Yeah. That's Dean Stockwell. Oh, wow. I did man. not know that. Al. This yeah, man. This guy's all over the place. Yeah. And Blue, you guys ever see Blue Velvet? Yeah, the the, the um, he's David Lynch, David Lynch yeah. film. He's yeah. uh, what's his name, Frank? I've, I've no, not he's not I Frank. That's remember. Dennis Hopper's Frank. Ben. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it like Dennis once. Hopper's like he's a suave motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Let's drink to your fuck, dude. Dennis and Hopper. And Dean Stockwell's like, all right, here's to your fuck, Frank. <laughs> I love that. Dennis Hopper's wild. Oh, he is man. such a scary dude. Yeah, I love that is. movie a lot, man. That's great. But yeah, Shit. Dean Stockwell, that's awesome. That's, that's cool how like Neil, really cool, yeah. you know, retains that friendship with him. He's he's kind of like Neil. He did his like as an actor, and much like in that, he was in that group with Dennis Hopper, mm-hmm. and actors who kind of just did their own thing. Yeah, much like Neil, you know, who just right. wants to do his own thing in there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, awesome album cover, and great album, I think. I don't know. Oh, I, I really so like too. this. I album. like this album. I love and this, this album. This is the a same lot. year. This is the same year as Decade. It's seventy-seven. Um, it was released five twenty-seven. Lukey, little twenty-seven there for nice. you. And uh, yeah, we know Decade came out. Wait, you know what? It said Decade came out that fall. On the on the Neil Young archives mm-hmm. release date of American Stars and Bars five twenty-seven nineteen seventy-seven. Release date of decade, 10-28-1977. Yeah, so decade came out. So decade came after, so yeah, we fucked up. Yeah, we, yeah, we already covered we, that. We already talked about that. Where were you? I know. Russ is, I'm a, little, just, Russ is a little drunky, I'm, too. <laughs> Russ, you know what? He was he was crushing up the Aleve in the bathroom. I haven't eaten either, man. He was doing lines off Listen, the can I tell top you, of your a, toilet a quick, bowl. A quick, totally stupid, meaningless story that no one gives a fuck about, but I'm going to tell anyway. I think we already covered that, because too. Because fucking Neil, man. <laughs> <laughs> I brought lunch today, and I brought lunch meat that I had bought. It was, it hasn't been a full week, okay? It has not been a full week, but I brought it, packed it in ice, brought my lunch to work. Ha- I took out my wrap. I brought hummus. All good. Mm, brought some good. lunch meat, brought some pickles. Mm. You know? Yeah, I'm sounds good. Right yeah, now. so yeah. I fucking started making my wrap, took out my hummus, spread my hummus on my wrap, <laughs> put, my, put my pickles on. <laughs> Two big wraps and a couple of pickles. Spreading all the hummus and I'm getting real sickle. I don't know what's going to happen with the lunch meat, but I take it out and that shit's beat. <laughs> that was beat. fucking awesome. Yeah, it's beat, That's man. That's the new it's theme no song. no good. Took yeah. out the lunch meat. He was it's making like his rap. The, so. I was oh, I just Sorry got that, that man. Shit. You serious? You just got that? I thought you knew. That's why you were going I was going just in freestyle mode, man. Okay, I was just sorry. in the flow, right, dude. Sorry. Don't I'm fuck sorry. up with my flow. Right, I'm sorry. Just ready to sorry. go. You threw off my groove. Sorry, man. Um... So yeah, anyway, I get to the lunch meat, and it's bad, man. It's like it's gooey, oh, no. yeah, it's slimy. Does it smell like taint? It's not good. Yeah. It's just not good. I've, so I've had turkey that's literally smelled like ass before. Yeah, you don't. And I took it back to the supermarket, and I I got it for lunch. I literally got it for lunch. Took it back to the supermarket. Yeah. I said, I think there's something wrong with this, and the guy goes, What's wrong with it? I said, uh, It smells like ass. <laughs> and he takes it. He smells it. He goes, Yeah, it does. And then he just gives me more turkey. The same turkey. <laughs> same, same turkey. turkey. Ass turkey. That's awesome. The ass turkey. Same ass turkey. So then you're like, clucking Neil, man. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. I, I, so I ended up just eating a wrap with hummus and pickles, which was actually really good. 
But that was all I ate today. So oh. yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to be fucking I just had hummus faced. and pita bread today, too. We're a couple of hummus boys. A couple of hummus boys with the hummus boys. Oh, the hummus boys. Well, now you're getting your vitamin C with your lime. Yeah. We don't have people no. just sending us Italian subs wherever we go. Um, I know, that right? Hap- that happened once <laughs> with You've your pay- buddy. You paid for all your other Italian subs on your own? Yes. You radio famous shithead. You probably, <laughs> everywhere you go, probably people, you go into a place to get your Italian sub, and someone's like, yo, shoo, I fucking love you, dude. AAF, let me buy your Italian sub, dude. What do you want? You want it? You don't face. want it? He's pissed. That's never happened. I know. It's, I'm being extreme because I knew it was going to piss you off. People don't I know wish who I could, you are when if you anybody, go in public. If anybody could give me subs for free, I'll take them. I know. Same. That, all right? Same. I, absolutely. Yeah. If you see any of us in public. Right. And you say, hey, I want to give you a free sub. sub. In fact, I'll if, take it. If you see us in public and you don't buy us a sub. You're not a true youngster. You're not a true youngster. Yeah. You can just cluck your way right you, out you of here. You can get the cluck out of here with that shit. <laughs> all right. Mary, all right. Let's get back to, to yeah, American Stars and Bars. You're the one who gave us margaritas. Well, yeah. Apparently, I'm the only one that can handle my booze in this room. Jesus We're the hummus Christ. boys. We're the hummus That's boys. right. You're the hummus boys. <laughs> the hummus boys, man. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Uh, we talked about the album cover. Um, yeah. So, you know the songs he, he cut from this album? No. He cut Powderfinger. What? Whoa. And Sedan Delivery. Okay. Powderfinger yeah. would have been perfect on this album, I feel like. Oh, well, maybe not, actually. Which version? Because it's probably the version that's on Hitchhiker that he cut, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, I'm guessing that. That was the only one out at that yeah. time because yeah. he went full electric for Rust Never Sleeps. When was Hitchhiker right. recorded? Around this time. Yeah, it was a was it this couple same years period? before this time. Yeah. Man, he recorded so many good he fucking did. songs and, and, and albums even on his, time. on Hitchhiker, like... Powderfinger, uh, fuck, what's Pocahontas? Pocahontas mm-hmm. yeah. What's the Mr. Captain Kennedy? Like, yep. just yeah, that was supposed to be on here too. So many good. Songs. That was a Chrome Dreams thing too, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He allegedly offered Powderfinger and Sedan Delivery to Leonard Skinnerd. Hmm. That is a story. Wow. Yeah. And um, is American Stars and Bars a riff on Skinnerd? That's another theory. Is that he named this as kind of a, a way at reacting to not just Skinner, but other people from the South who uh, gave him shit about the lines in Southern Man and stuff in Alabama. So I, when, he, when he offered those songs to Skinner, did they tell him that a Southern man doesn't need him around anyhow? That's right. <laughs> that's right, man. Well, Fuck yeah. I've never heard the term American Stars and Bars, but apparently it references the Confederate yeah, flag. Yeah, they used to call it the Stars and Bars. And I love yeah. that he calls his album that in the picture is just him fucking right. hammered with a yeah. canadian it's canadian, it's canadian yeah. whiskey yes. and in the back it's just these native beautiful american, american yeah, landscapes with just yeah. native american yes. yeah he's like yeah. not fucking around he's yeah. just totally <laughs> clucking neil man i, I hope yeah. that's true that he, he named it that because I, that would that. be cool I, would, I, I would, really it, would it surprise you no not yeah. at all i hope that's true though he's never really like confirmed that yeah unfortunately when we get him on the podcast oh, we'll we should, ask him. i want to i want to read the um I don't have it in front of me, but remind me towards the end. I want to read that. Was it Maggie? No, was it Margot Price who yeah, made Margo that Price. Neil Young thing? That was cool. She's like got a bunch of shit from people for saying saying she's too vocal about Black Lives Matter or just other things that you know she she believes in and stands up for. And then they were like, "Oh, you're not on the right path," and you know you want if you want to be like the Dixie Chicks or whatever. And and I don't have the direct quote, so don't. But she said something like. Uh, her response because they brought up the Dixie Chicks and how she should be da 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 and she was like something like I'm not trying to be the fucking Dixie Chicks she was like I'm trying to be fucking Neil Young man yeah I saw that that's yeah. right I think Pantheon she, retweeted it's that a, it's a Rolling yeah. Stone interview she says 
Um, all right, this is a, an interview with her. It says, in the meantime, it's Margot, she, right? She, yeah, Margot okay. is using her time off the road to spread the word about issues that are important to her, including Black Lives Matter, Tennessee's anti-abortion bill, mask wearing, and getting Trump out of office. People say, oh, how dare you say something bad about Trump? Or, oh, how dare you talk about gun control? How dare you talk about feminism and the pay gap? She says, there's countless things I've said that definitely cost me record sales. But when you have to stand up for, but, but you have to stand up for what you believe. When people say, you're not going to be the Dixie Chicks, I hate the analogy. I never was trying to be the Dixie Chicks. I'm trying to be Neil Young, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah fucking want, Neil, man. Fucking Margot, Fucking Margot, Margo, man. <laughs> fucking Margot, woman. That's awesome. That's literally, that quote gave me that yeah, last me line. It's awesome. I'm trying to be Neil Young, motherfuckers. That's how motherfuckers. I feel, you know? Yeah. That's fucking great. I love it. I yeah. fucking awesome. love it. It's awesome. Yeah. All right. And uh, we were, you know, we were supposed to play with her this year. Where? On the main stage at the Bank of New Hampshire Pavilion. Oh, really? It got, it got COVID-ed. 2020 it was, uh, they, So, dude, main well, stage. You yeah. know that big outdoor pavilion yeah. in New Hampshire? It's awesome Because we've there. done the side stage there for a ton of bands. We've done, like, we've Willie done Willie. and Willie Bob. was our first. We did Willie, but we, didn't get, we don't get to meet any of those people for those. Right. But they asked us, the, the venue asked us to come this year and do the main stage to open for Willie Nelson Margo Price, oh. government, government mule. mule. Oh my God! Was, really? Yeah, man. Warren Haynes, dude. Gone. We would have been snap your fingers gone. It totally of gone because of COVID. Yeah, and that's so sucks. us town meeting pe- people who don't know. I'm sure by now you all know, but me and Luke are in a band called Town Meeting. But we were supposed to do that show, man, and we would have been on stage like meeting them, the whole thing. What um, happened? Was that? That's, I don't know. That sucks. That's a beautiful venue yeah. up there. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's cool. awesome, and the, man. We've pe- done, we love those people. Great. We love that place. Um, they've given us so many opportunities given on us that tons Magic Cat and, and it's cool because now they keep us in the loop for, like, um, main stage stuff. We're kind of – and we actually had it happen this year. Contracts were signed, everything, that man. That sucks so and, bad. And, and it's ha- it, it happened one other time, but the thing is sometimes bands don't want people they don't know. So we've kind of had it been like right, they're yeah. always on bat for us. Like the the people that own the place, right. they really like us now, and they and they want us to be on the main stage. But um, but the, sometimes the bands, if they don't really know who you are and yeah. whatever, their their managers, their people, whatever, will kind of nix it. So, but this year it actually happened, which means that that, that group of musicians were fine with us playing it right. too. Oh man! So it's wild, man. We and so That's speaking of, that reminded me because of Margot. So because she right. was on that, on that thing, it was probably one of the. It was a Willie's Outlaw sort of thing. So oh. yeah, man. Which would have been so, uh, full circle for us because our first um, gig at at the Magic Hat stage there at at that um, venue, yeah, was uh, Willie. And then so. the thing is, we were that we found out that we it wasn't going to happen. We got so depressed, and then the band played the old country waltz. <laughs> Yes. I am a master segwayer. <laughs> you are you're the master. I love this song. This the the violin and the pedal steel. Ben Keith, man. They're okay. intertwined through most of these tunes and they yeah. sound amazing together. You know what I like about uh, what I like about this song is the Well I love yeah, yeah, not like the yeah. that the it comes. It's not. It's right after this. Uh, it's right after it. If yeah. you kept it low, it would come right up. Right. But I think this is the perfect intro for this album. Yeah. Agreed. Because yeah. it's agreed. it's kind of setting up. It's like a preface. It's like this yeah. is what this is going to be. Yeah, yeah. You know? Buckle up. Yeah. But that's what's cool too about Neil is 
He's he does that. He's like, you're gonna get a lot of this. This is what this album's gonna be. But then at the end of it, you're like, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> what well, happened to the the, yeah. the the two sides of this album are two two different parts of the night. Yeah, yeah. To me, you know, the, like side one is like you're going out, you're going to the bars, you're chasing women, you're getting shit faced, you're getting into trouble, and then side two is when you get home at two o'clock in the morning after hitting friggin' Burger King, and you're sitting there and you're sitting there alone. Dude, this whole album is know? just a night in the life of Mosh Pit Dan. That's right. <laughs> Or is it Dan Moshpit? I, I think it's Dan, Dan Moshpit. Moshpit. Dan Moshpit. So Dan Moshpit. Watch the Oakleys, brother. Come on, man. Jesus. He doesn't talk like that. We don't need another fucking character. Okay, we don't need Dan Moshpit, Nails Lofgren, nails. Back to the Future You're Two nails ja- in there. Huh? Ja- back to the Future Two jacket. We don't need. We have too many. Characters too, we don't need too point. many characters. Plus, we still have to hear from Screwy Louie or something too. So he's anyway. probably pissed that they brought him up. Anyway, does this album? I read this and it it clicked with me. Does this is this Neil's blood on the tracks? Mm, I wouldn't say that. Is. Did you I'd guys say, read this? No, but okay. you know what I'd say is homegrown is definitely his blood on the tracks. Okay, absolutely. Maybe that's why he didn't but, release it. <laughs> well, that's why he says every time you, yeah. you you I read that he didn't release it because he said it was too personal. You know, between him and this Carrie seems and more personal like to me than homegrown does. You know what it, I. I have to disagree. It seems more. I don't want to call it, generics a bad word. What's it's like? It's because it's, it's enjoyable. It's a, some generic. Well, yeah. it's about what happened in his love life or love lives at that point. Yeah, but it's not as personal to me as the stuff on home. I don't think it's as personal very specific. Either. And he's and handling also, it. And he's handling it in that country manner, where it's yeah. like my my girl left me and my truck broke down and my dog got shot by my yeah, neighbor. Yeah, but, but on blood on the tracks. I mean, if you didn't know that was about Dylan's divorce, then you you wouldn't just pick that up from his lyrics. It's very ar- poetic. I think we've already and... gotten that from Neil. Really? Yeah. I think we got Zuma, some of that. Zuma, man, is uh, Yeah, is, on is Zuma, that. and we got a lot of it on the beach. Danger Bird, you know, like, yeah. uh, that. I just me? got, I just yeah, got on that. on the beach, too, you know. There's, I, yeah. But I got that, like, not just the, it's the, uh, not only I'm divorced, but now I'm over it, and this is me moving on, kind of. Yeah, that's, so, yeah. That is, that, that I but can But I feel get like behind. that's blood on the tracks. Kind of, I mean. Yeah, well, this, this, well, you know, some of these songs on here are about heartbreak, but, again, I don't want to use that word generic, but it's just, it's more. I know what you're saying. It's not it's, as specific. Yeah, I know what you're saying. You know what saying. I mean? Yeah, it's, it's done more in a... But I think it is part of that, too, is that, okay, it, the heartbreak is here, and in that old outlaw country sort of way, I'm going right. to drink tequila right, and I'm fall gonna, asleep right. on the bar. I'm going to drink about it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to go down to Yosemite. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, said oh, it this hold time. Hold on a second. Oh, uh-huh. Take a goddamn fucking sip mm. of this... <laughs> I like this Luchador. mix. I'm not usually a mix mi- guy, but that's pretty good. It's a good mix, man. Yeah, Trey Agaves. I like the um, "Ain't Got No Excuses." I just want to ride. <laughs> it's so country, man. It, and it's, it explains this album. It's yeah. like I'm, this is a country is. album because, because this is the way yeah. I feel. That's yeah. a, that's a totally. Tattoo I'm doing. Yeah, that's a tattoo. Is, right. It is right. That's a tattoo. I ain't got ain't no got excuses. excuses. I just want to ride. Yeah, around a ace of spades with a skull in the middle, or a naked lady sitting on an eight ball. Yeah, man. Yeah, Dan Moshpit. Dan Moshpit! Your brother! Uh, you fucking hate breed! <laughs> you know what I will say, too, is Neil loves to use the analogy, because where else have we seen this? I can't. My brain is doing a little poop, but when he says when he says the... Poop, the, the poop uh, mouth. When, uh, you poop mouth. I hate you, Ron Burgundy. Poop, poop coming out of your mouth. Poop. 
You will eat that cat poop now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stop. When he says, when I, when I first got the bad news that you set me free, mm-hmm. he always uses the analogy of being set free when, he's, when right? he either yeah. uh, gets broken up with or a love uh, falls apart. Right? Is that his way of going, um, she didn't break up with me. I broke up with her. Yeah, I'm free, bro. This yeah. isn't, I'm Dan Mosh, but I do right. what I want. Nobody, nobody yeah. does Dan. Fucking nobody don't Dan understands Mosh Dan. Thing. That's why I get in there and I fucking lose my shit. That's why I get in there and I and I yeah. and I kick and I swing and and stop. You're not gonna get a harm's way promotion. Fucking kid was wearing a Saves the Day T-shirt. Wait, why hasn't, took him out? Why hasn't someone put a Neil Young song on to the that, harm's way that harm's way video? Because we haven't done it yet. We Guess what? Do it. We what do song it. though? We gotta. Wolf, right, it's got to be one of these. Actually, saddle of the Palomino. Salads, yes, man. Oh man, saddle yeah. No, so uh, I forgot what I was gonna say because you guys keep dipping Sorry. into Dan Moshpit. That's the last you'll hear of Dan Moshpit. It's definitely I not. You're not you. gonna hear the last of Dan Moshpit. Oh, I'm Dan Moshpit. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's loving this. I hope so, Dan. We thank you for loving the podcast. What up, 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 boys? But I'm loving it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, you have? Do you have the lyrics up, Russ? Yeah, I do. What's the line about the day that the two of us died? Yeah, well, I loved and I lost. That's the part I told you I liked. I kind of wanted to hear. Well, I loved love and I lost and mm-hmm. I cried. I like the, yeah, the sort nice of that, that, pause. Let me yeah. Right. Hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on. Hold it was on. right after what we were hold listening on, to. On. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I loved and I lost and I cried. Yeah, here it is. The line. The day that the two of us died. Yeah, man. This is the I'm first taste you. you get of the bullets, the, yeah, those lady yeah. vocals, which just, right. they really soothe you oh in this. Because you haven't really so heard that, no. uh, except for, at this point in, 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 this, in the stuff we've been covering, this Neil solo stuff, you haven't got a lot of those lady vocals. No. In, uh, Harvest uh, Harvest was probably the last one. Linda was, Linda was in yeah. Harvest. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and um, we had um, the, the Lady You Hate in... Uh, I do not hate Robin <laughs> Lane. Robin Lane I was don't in, hate her. Round and round. Right. Yeah, round so, and round. Because that's no, just my cut, cut song. Cut that that no, whatever. You could say, when we get her on the show, I'll, I'll, You'll explain I'll, I'll explain that Luke explain is being a, a I don't bad. hate guys, her. That you guys I don't know why you her. think, listen, we're uh, about an hour into this. I don't know why you think oh, Robin shit. Lane has listened yeah, she's not. an I know, hour right? into any episode. I know, of anything, really. She <laughs> probably even right forgot. Af- right after that line is the, ain't got no excuses, I just want to ride. Yeah. While the band plays. But I just, I... I don't know. I love Neil. I love the way he describes things. The day I love when he says the day that the two of us died. This isn't that's still what about. It's like. um, that's what it's like. Snodgrass, isn't you? You think? I. It might be. It might have been written at that time. It's all around. I love the imagery of time. playing to like nobody in the bar. I'm sure you guys have yeah. had gigs where you're playing to like maybe two people, so many, or just the bartender. I know. Believe me, yeah. I was in a band in the '90s, <laughs> and it was just like the bartender and the door guy, and the only two, and they'd just yep. be clapping because they had to. Yep. You know, because well, we play gigs where they don't even do that. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's like we, I, and, I love and the it's not like there. just when you start out. Like literally this year, we played Colorado Springs for what Russ. The bartender, the doorman, and, and our manager, and our manager, and our manager's friend came out. Yeah. Have you guys ever not ended up not playing? If we book it, we'll play it. If we book, no, we'll I mean it. like, have they asked you to not play? I don't think so. I don't think so. When I, I was in this band in the '90s called Animal Farm, and we were playing this place in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Nice. Called uh, I think it was like the Tiki Palace. So one side was this really nice Chinese Wasn't restaurant. Wasn't that the name of Neil's boat? No, that was the evening coconut. 
That was the coconut bra. And, uh, and the other side was like this real shitty rock club. Like it was just a dive yeah. place. But, uh-huh. And they had bands there all the time. So it was like a Sunday night. And the guy, you know, booked us in there. So we go in there. We set Where everything were you up. playing, you? I was a fucking singer, Russ. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, I didn't sing. I yelled loudly into Dan Moshpit! That's oh, right. I'm Dan Moshpit. God. I changed my fucking persona. And so we're in there, and the guy's giving us quarters <laughs> so we can play pool. And, the night, and there's two old guys sitting at the bar. And it gets to be like 8 o'clock. And the two old guys are still sitting there. And we're still playing pool. And I go up to the bartender, and I'm like, hey, do uh, you want us to start playing at any time? He's like... Uh, hold on a second. And so he comes back like 20 minutes later and he goes, I just talked to the boss. We'll give you $50 if you guys just go home. No way. Because <laughs> he didn't want to pay the sound guy. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. And there's nobody, there's absolutely nobody there. Yeah. And so we're like, uh, I don't know. And my guitar player, this guy, Wayne, he was just like, let's take it, man. 50 bucks. Yeah, hell yeah. Because we that. probably weren't even going to get paid that take much. Take that and go get drunk. Yeah, exactly. Well, we did spend it on And that drugs. guy Wayne yeah. was Wayne yeah. Coin of the Flaming Lips. That's right. That's yeah. right. Later he went on to great success. Yeah. yeah. I told him he sucked and I didn't want to be in his band. You know anymore. what else is wild, too, about that type of thing, man, is that um, when we played that Colorado Springs show, the night before was fucking sold out. Unexpected. It wasn't sold out, but it was pretty full. It was packed, man. It was. We, we played, had people from all we over were, come to see us in Denver. We were dumb because we booked like Denver awesome. the night before and then Colorado yeah. Springs, which oh, is an hour close? away. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and it, the, oh, the thing that made it worse was like the Denver show, probably like 100 capacity, and uh, it was full. The Colorado Springs was like a fucking theater. Yeah. Oh, no. That's people. worse. It's, it's so Way bad. Worse. Yeah. So you Way can really worse. feel the lack of yeah. people. Oh, yeah. It's cavernous. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> so Awful. Yeah. You're screaming into the Grand Canyon. Oh, it was really bad. Yeah. But you know we what? Were, we were knocking down tequila and salt. We were. Yeah, baby. Yes. How about that line? <laughs> that's a great That's what line. we're doing right now with it just minus sets, the salt. It but. sets the mood yeah. for the rest of the album. Let's, let's, get saddle, into, let's saddle up the Palomino. Yeah, let's get into Saddle up the Palomino. Carmelina. Who's that, Linda? God, I hope so. Or the one he was boning? Nicolette Larson. Nicolette. I love everything about this song. Who I want to fuck. Oh, he does. So, Melody. Saddle up the Palomino. The sun is going down. The way I feel this must be real. Dan Washburn. Oh, come on. The bullets. <laughs> Uh, Melody was actually the name of a horse he owned on the okay, ranch. All right. So that's an the actual horse. First song horse. had the horse too, and now we got another horse. Yeah, right? Yes. You know, and I'm thinking. And I'm, I'm stuck. assuming Melody was a Palomino. Um, I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm just wondering this. So I'm stuck out here with Melody, which means until the Carmelina came to town, was he having sex with that horse? <laughs> I mean, a cowboy gets desperate. I'm saying you're out there in the middle of nowhere. He's out there. All his friends have left. Nay and Neil, man. And then, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, right. I'm just saying. I give you know, it a shot. No, but I like that. If like you this, can't cut it, don't pick up the knife. I know that's a cl- that's again that's tattoo material. That's tattoo. Right there, this right? whole album is filled with tattoos. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's but, no reward in your conscious stored when you're sleeping with another man. That's who sucks. is him. There's no is reward in your conscious story. Is, is Carmelina someone else? Apparently, wife? She, yeah, no. she comes from money well, and she's he, already married. She is because he's the neighbor's wife because he references that in, the, yeah, right. in verse three 
Where doesn't isn't he say something about I want to I want to lick chili? I want to lick the platter. The yeah. gravy doesn't matter. Right. It's a cold bowl of chili when love lets you down, yeah. but it's the neighbor's wife I'm after. <laughs> that is so true. Have but you ever had cold I'm chili? I'm so glad we're drinking tequila for <laughs> yeah, this Yeah, right. Album. That's why I wanted to make more. That was a great this, choice, man. man. Dude, cold chili sucks. No matter what yeah, you put yeah. on it. You know, that's that's such a great fucking metaphor, man. It's also an oxymoron. The, I Hey-o. also just love the gravy doesn't... Wait, what? No, it's not. Cold chili? Cold chili? I mean, that's it's almost redundant. Double negative. Yes, that's it. Redundant. <laughs> Fuck me. Welcome to Long May You Grammar. Fuck me like Neil's neighbor's <laughs> wife. Yeah, or his horse. <laughs> yeah, I love that. that and, uh, but if you can't cut it, don't pick up the knife. Yeah, That great is line. such a great line, man. Awesome line. That but is e- awesome. Even musically, this song that already yeah. is like, oh, catchy as fuck. Right. It's an earworm, right. man. It yeah. like I've been singing this all week, this song. And Billy Talbot on bass. Yeah. Oh yeah. That doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. Yeah. Oh, it's so it's, good. This is man. the horse, right? Yeah. So the the whole first side of this album is Crazy Horse with Ben Keith and Carol Mayeda. God, I'm hoping on violin, that. on violin, or whatever. Yeah. You're close on yeah. fiddle. I guess I, I think fiddle. we should call this a fiddle it's the in this same situation, thing, isn't it? It just depends well, on how know. you play it. I guess. I feel like Tim is not happy with us for saying that. This would be a fiddle album. Yeah, but it's but the same it's instrument. Called, yeah, right? I mean, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It's about how you play it. But they both add so much. I mean, they really oh, God, create yeah. the mood. Like Ben Keith and and Carol Mayota together, and the, the way they just yeah. kind of play off each other, and then you put Neil's voice in there. Mm. How do you think Rusty would do on this album? This is a great album this for would, Rusty. I, I don't know. Like. This no? album would be very different if Rusty was Yeah, he'd be was like involved. throwing knives at the women. and. Oh, he first of all, they'd be on maybe one song, and then they'd be running, screaming. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, yeah. I, I invited Rusty to record, but he brought an AK-47 and a flamethrower. <laughs> yes. He wanted to burn the barn down while we, recording. We actually had Mama Cass scheduled to be part of the bullets, but Rusty <laughs> scared her off with his flamethrower. <laughs> uh, it was yeah, real Rust- interesting. Rusty Kershaw was a guy who was heavily involved in On the Beach. Yes. Yeah. And a, a certified fucking weirdo. A fucking awesome and an maniac. A, an American hero. A guy who didn't give a shit American, about stills. An Seriously. Hero. And a guy who... Pull- <laughs> Wait, he pulled a knife on stills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He took the guitar. Stephen Sills I took he a guitar. A car that, that was on on Crosby. No, no, he laughed at David Crosby. Oh, okay. Because yeah. David Crosby thought, you know, thought he <laughs> he was the shit. He pulled an iPhone stills. Cuss, and Rusty says, "Shut the fuck up!" And he and, just laughed. at And him. then during one of Neil's most personal moments of his life, he said, "I'll, I'll burn your barn down." <laughs> Yeah, Unless right. I get a ride out of here. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> fucking, exactly. Fucking Rusty. Rusty Kershaw. Yeah, but this I this is I mean, I know we'll get to it. This is my top three for sure. Wow. Saddle of the Palomino. I just love and it's perfectly placed. I think you're right. Um, the old country waltz. Mm-hmm. It it brings you right into the mood of this album. Right. And then this song, it's just like here we fuck it's like literally, country bar rock. It is. It's totally like country. It's bar band style, and it's it's totally like you know saddle up the Palomino. It's get back on the horse. Yeah. Yeah. And he you does. Know? He's back it's on like, the horse. I got dumped. We're playing the old country and waltz. He's playing with the horse. And was, yeah. it, was it the horse on Zuma? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, so that he's was all the horse. He's back yeah. on the horse, or mostly the horse. He saddled up that old horse. Yeah, because I mean, you got Poncho doing a ton. He's doing the guitar and fucking synth yeah. on on. Uh, yeah, and, and I bet he never played yeah. the synth in his life. And he's singing too, <laughs> Russ. On the in- I don't think he sang on Zuma. Grab the inside. No, I don't think anybody else sang on Zuma. No, I don't but think so. Poncho's singing in this. Grab album. the if you look on the inside of the the sleeve there. No, pull the whole sleeve out. 
Yep, he's got stuff. R I think he should have it written right on it. What, no? On that? Oh, never mind. No. What he does but have, have on it, here. I have all the info on on, um, oh, all right. on the archives app and on uh, Wikipedia, too. Well, let's move. Let's move on to the next tune. I, I really like Hate Babe. Which a lot. I I thought this this could this, have been a yeah, certified hit. I agree, hit. man. I agree. This I don't know song why it was. I, I, I don't know. I just something about and it. And it's not like lyrically. It's not super deep, except for that one line. Um, Wait. I know that all things pass. Let's try to make this last. You That's thought, just a beautiful. You thought line. Hey Babe could have been a hit? Absolutely. Oh, I disagree. No, well, I, I it totally could have been a hit because it was. Say it, you're mine, all my. It's yeah. It's. Spoiler alert for the end. This is my cut song. Wow. Yeah. It is? Yeah. Oh, man. That's crazy. Again, it's a catchy tune. This Super song is catchy. catchy. This is, this is yeah. the song that's been going through my head the me most too, me too. from this really? album. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Let I, me thought, know I, was, I thought I was going to be alone in that. No, I love this song. You know what? Why wasn't this such a huge hit in 1977? You know why? Because people wanted to fucking eat big spoonfuls of feces and peaceful, easy feeling by the fucking Eagles. That's why. Or fucking Amy by the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. Yeah, but this is band. very... This actually, is, actually, actually no, really I'm sorry. Quick. I wait, just want to hear this real quick. It comes up again right here. How is that good? Is that great? Linda and Nicolette, time, man. It's such a, such a good tune, man. Ben right there. Ben, man, he just... I feel like Ben is... Uh, no one... There are there are some... Jerry Douglas is a really great dobo, dro, uh, dobro slide player. But fucking Ben, to me, just... I don't know. I, I've already creamed in my pants enough about Ben Keith, but he, have you listened to any of that playlist on Spotify? Yeah, I've listened Dude, to some more of it. Yeah, he's, he's just, just and he does in so many different moods. He can just make that thing sing and talk and cry it's, and yeah, laugh. Yeah, just, just he can. It's like he just gets in this inside album, it's, of it, it. It's like making love. You know, it's 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 just yeah. yeah he's, it'll he's, last it's all natural. night. He's just gorgeous. It's gonna it's be gorgeous. It's, it's gonna I agree, take though, all night. Shoe, I agree, Shu. This, this, this song that, was the one that just I couldn't get out. Yeah, of Yeah, why head. wasn't this a hit? I'm surprised that you guys you, say that. Because of the Eagles, like you said, it's very Eagles-ish, which is probably why I don't. It's not way up there for me. I think it's a little too repetitive. I hate that he says, "Hey, babe," and that's hey, the reason. Babe. And that's the reason why I was surprised it wasn't a hit because it's not too deep. It's not too complicated. It's not. It's not like yeah. the mystery of Neil Young here. This is like, hey, we can, you know, this is like something everybody can relate it's to. It's a simple fucking yeah. country hit. The right. song does nothing for me. And I'm can sorry. I just retract what I said about Amy by the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band? That's actually a good tune. I'm sorry. It's a great tune. That's a good song. It's all good. But fuck the Eagles. I, um, I agree. Wait, all right. I, I agree <laughs> with that, too. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't, this, this song should have been Except for Joe Walsh. Hit, right? Except for Joe fucking Walsh. <laughs> That's right, man. He's the best. I got, I got your back. And what? while we talk about backs... Hold back the tears. Oh, yeah. Let's move into hold back the tears because this is the main reason why. Hold on, hold on, Luke. Start that over again. Hold on a second. Hold on. A second. Okay. This song is the main reason why I wanted margaritas tonight. Yeah, yeah. Because when this, this is... song kicks in, there's yeah. two things I want. Okay, start it up. Okay, at this point, I want a margarita, right? Mm -hmm. And then at this point, I want to go. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just writing Holy down. Holy I'm time stamping that to save that for a... Oh, <laughs> God. 
And then when Ben comes into in there, he's just oh yeah, and the violin. This so song, ben, this is a good good example of Ben. This song is way, and, way better than Hey Babe to me. It's just very, it's different. It's but it, different. This is that Texas kind of yeah yeah feel to it, you know. I it's don't not know. mariachi. What yeah. would you call like Tejas something or? It's yeah, but this is it's just well written and it's well structured. Like how the way he's got the slide and he's got the vocals and the way it intros and then this when he hits the chorus, it just it's big yeah, right here. It's, yeah. it's just big. It's just well done. Sorry, the person who told us not to talk over these songs, <laughs> but we're drunk. So. Sorry, Ricky Harvey. Yes. Telling you, Linda Ronstadt, Nicolette Larson, yeah, just rule on this yeah, album. It, this is oh, I forgot to mention on Saddle at the Palomino, they're not called the Bullets. Neil oh, called okay. them the Saddlebags. <laughs> oh Jesus! Which I think is the best. <laughs> I think that's this the fucking. Did best. you look up Nicolette? Yeah. I didn't know anything about her. She had some pop hits. She died at the age yeah. of forty-five. Yeah. She had her sad. biggest hit was Neil's tune, "Lot yeah. of Love." I, you know I, the story about that, right? No. Like, she's in the car with Neil, and she sees, like, a cassette on the floor of the car, and she picks it up, and she's like, what's this? And Neil's like, I don't know. And she puts it in. It's a lot of love. She goes, this is beautiful. You should record this. He goes, I don't want it. You can have it. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. And it's like, cool. it was the biggest hit she had. It was it was such a huge, huge hit when that came out. Yeah. That's so fuck. That's such a fucking cool story. Like that song could have sat on Neil's fucking f- car like, in his that's f- like car how forever. Stephen King threw away Carrie. And his wife Did he Tab- really? Yeah, yeah, his wife Tabitha pulled it out of the fucking fire pit. Yeah, he threw it in are, his fireplace. Are you kidding me? Because no, he man. had gotten so many rejections, and then he read it, and he hated it. Just self-doubt, and he threw it in. And then she grabbed it and said, don't do this. And then he made his, like, it was like $200,000 right off the bat. And then he was able to quit his That's job. That's one of the then. few Stephen King books I've read. Carrie, really? Yeah, and I love it. Yeah. Wow, I can't believe he threw that yeah, in the yeah, fire. Man, yeah. yeah. He wouldn't be what he was today. Fucking Stephen King, man. Out. Fucking King, man. Have you, you know got? What? Do you guys follow the? What is it? Two dudes, one king. Oh God, please. Instagram. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting. You know, I think they have some tie to Nails Lofgren, actually. Hey, really? hey, hey, hey. Rel- that has yeah. not been confirmed. Hey, hey, my, my. Hey. Anyway, babe. you know what? I I also think along what you were saying, she as far as this song. You know Guy Clark? Are you a Guy yes. Clark? Yes. I fucking love Guy Clark. I don't oh, know how cool. you feel. No, I'm I like him too. I'm a huge Guy yeah. Clark fan. And this, to me, has a Guy Clark vibe, that Texas. Yes. Not familiar very, with Guy Clark at all. He's you, a you, Texas you do. folk uh, guy. Stuff you, That Works, um, L.A. Freeway. L.A. Freeway is, like, um, such a great song. Okay. If I yeah. ever get off of this L.A. Freeway. Oh, I do know that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do a cut. That, listen to Guy Clark, man. I promise okay. you. I've showed you some Guy Clark, actually. I feel like you should play some on this. Guy Clark, right. and he, he passed yeah. a few years ago. I'll play a little guy at the end. Yeah, he's he's amazing, man. Yeah. Um, but what, he was, he's a Texas one? guy. Let me see if I can find it. He's you know, a Texas so, guy, yeah. Tex- so it, it has what's that Texas What's that other one I really love? It. He's got The old time feeling, that's Guy yeah. Clark. The guitar is a cool mm-hmm. one. Uh, the one I really, really fucking love, though, is um, shit. How, uh, I'll, I'll think of it while you okay. go. Desperado's Waiting for a Train is oh, a great one. Oh, my God. That's another um, great That's up there with it? L.A. Desperado for, Waiting for a Train? Desperado's, Desperado's Waiting, waiting for, a for a Train. man. I'm telling you, Guy Clark. That's L.A. Freeway. Desperado. Hey, fuck you, Why Luke. are you waiting for a train? Oh, God. Stop. You'll be out in the mosh pit with Dan and his friends. Fucking love the Eagles, man. <laughs> Dublin Blues. <laughs> Hotel California makes me fucking rock. Do you rock. know Dublin Blues? I don't know if I know that one. I might know you if I Spotify, heard it. You have Spotify, Luke? Play some Dublin Blues real quick, because that's... That song is fucking badass. What is it? It's Guy Clark, Dublin Blues. 
But, man, he just... But anyway, I agree with you. That Texas sound... Yeah, listen to this. I already love this. Yeah. Yeah, Guy Clark is a master storyteller. Yeah, and the way yeah. he builds the songs, too, because... Oh, well, I, I, I do remember you showing me some of them. In the chili parlor bar, drinking mad dog margaritas. There we go. Oh, there we go. Oh, not mad dog. Not caring where you are. This is a great fucking song. Play some of this at the end, but let's go on. Let's move yeah. on. But, but man, I I agree that Texas sort of sound. Mm-hmm. I mean, right there, margaritas, tequila. Yeah, it's right. that. It's yeah. But and that chorus though, with with the bullets singing back up, is yeah. so strong. Sorry, the saddlebags. You mean? Uh, well, the saddlebags only on <laughs> saddle up the. Pound, oh, okay, you know? okay. But I love the saddlebags. However inappropriate yeah. that may be. It's so we'll talk about it inappropriate. Luke has something to say about. Is it the next? No, not the next one. Sorry. Yes, it is the next one. No, 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 no bite the board. No, we're on hold back the tears, Luke. We're on hold back we're the tears. On hold back the tears. You said the next one. Yeah, yeah, that's not the one you were talking about. You were talking about bite the bullet. That's this one. Yeah, we're on Hold Back to Tears. We haven't talked about Hold Back to Tears yet, have we? Yeah, we just we did. did. Oh, we just did. Shit, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Sounds like you need to bite the bullet. Fuck, man. Sounds I'm sorry. like you need All another right. margarita, my friend. I do, yeah. Listen, Here, where's your jar? I'm going to fade out for a second. We can come back in. Yeah, yeah. I got a public That's service funny. announcement. You forgot the last 10 yeah, minutes I'm so of what? Sorry. I, I got caught <laughs> up in Guy Clark. Yeah, Guy Clark is Guy a good distraction. He fucks me up. Man. He'll, he'll he, fuck your memory up. He fucks up. me up, man. But I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I will take another after this. I don't. This on. is not just me repeating a harvest moment just to be vulgar. Bite the bullet. It's about going down on a lady. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. Definitely what it's about. I agree. Like, we're not there's gonna, we're no, not going to fight you on that. There's yeah. no. There's no way it's not yeah. right. Going down on a lady who's nationally renowned. So you're really, in the true sense, biting the bullet. He likes in to the make true stream, meaning of the term, stream. right? Yeah. I mean. What's the line? Boys coming from all around, bite the yeah, bullet. Man. Right? Carolina Queen, she's yeah. a walking love machine. Yeah. I'd like to make her scream right. when, I, when I bite the bullet. So you're putting okay, your... Okay, when you Neil's put a your goddamn t- animal when in the I sack, When I put my tongue saying. on her clit. Okay, right. just say it, Neil. Well, so. not only that, when I put my mouth where a thousand cocks have been. Oh, my God. Seriously. <laughs> that's Jeez, biting the bullet. Like- Jan Moshfit! Yeah, Jan Moshfit loves this conversation. Hey, Jan Moshfit's here and he's into it. I won't eat p- pussy because it gets my Oakleys all greasy. Listen, <laughs> listen, guys who are afraid to take care of your woman. Yeah. Follow Neil Young's That's example. That's right. He's biting the bite bullet. The bullet. Yeah, he's be, biting the don't bullet. Don't be like fucking, what's his name from, uh, from the, the Sopranos. Sopranos. Don't be like Uncle Junior. Just admit yeah. it. Yeah. Just, don't be like Stephen Stills. Although Uncle Junior did go down on his lady. Yeah, and but he, ended he up was getting like, in trouble for yeah, it. Yeah, but good for him that he still did it. Please your woman. Damn it, now I got to watch the Sopranos. Bite again. the bullet, guys. The yeah. time. This is, you know, you mentioned Joe Walsh, Russ. Or this again. He like, goes down like, on women as well? I don't know for a fact. Joe Walsh does. He does. Yeah. You know, I don't, you know what? I don't want to talk about this anymore because just thinking about Neil Young and Joe Walsh <laughs> performing Conolingus is starting to actually make me feel a little nauseous. Is it though? Yeah, it is. Do you know that song it from Hair? A, which one? Sodomy. Oh yes. Fallacious. Yes. Yes. Conolingus. Yes. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. That just made me think of that. Yeah. That's <laughs> fine. Thanks okay. for, for some reason. I don't want to. second <laughs> interlude. I, I just don't want to see those guys doing it. No, yeah, right. Well, which which, You'll see which 70s rockers do you want to envision uh, performing Cunnilingus? Oh, definitely one? Mark Bolin from T-Rex. <laughs> um, I'd really like to see Meatloaf just really oh, God, going dude. to town. Oh, my God. 
Bob, really? I heard you mean Bob from Fight Club <laughs> with his man. You want to see tits? Meatloaf going oh. down on Ellen Foley? I mean Jack Black's dad in Tenacious D. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I heard he'll do anything for love, but he, he actually won't do that. <laughs> Weird Al. I think. I think. Oh, come on. Where are we with the Weird Al situation? <laughs> come on. Did you email anyone? Listen. For Weird Al? Yeah. No, I haven't. Listen. What do you think Eat It's about? Youngsters. Get <laughs> ah, there it is. Luke. <laughs> there it is. Youngsters, get on Mike's shoe about getting Weird Al on. This All right, podcast. I'll get Weird Al on, weird on the podcast. Just don't bring up the past three minutes of this. No, three minutes. Weird Al would love this. Three minutes of Cunnilingus. Enjoy yeah. the Cunnilingus conversation. <laughs> I don't think you would. I, I love this tune for the the geographic references, not just the vagina. <laughs> But like the care, like um, a bar she was born and raised oh, okay. uh, at the top of the South, mm-hmm. you know, because Carolina, oh, yeah. you know, you did Virginia, Carolina. This song also just kicks ass. It does. It's a great rock. It's like a road tune. Oh, yeah. Okay, you know what, you know? though, Luke? This is talk about repetitive. You didn't like Hey, Babe. Yeah, but it's different. It's different. This is different because it, it hits harder. Like, it's not just like a bing, bong, bong, like bopping along. It's like, not catchy. No, no, no. This is catchy. Oh, you see, okay. See, but to me, catchy is something but different. But the thing different with thing. the thing with "Hey Babe," it's just like it's just like to me, like this song catches your attention. This song like fucking right. hits you. Where "Hey Babe" doesn't, it just doesn't do anything for me. It's not that it's a good or a bad song. It just does nothing for me. Where this song, I get the references he's making. I also just like the way it moves. I like when he hits that chorus, that Carolina Queen. It's just so well written musically. Yeah. So I, I love know. it. It reminds me like the way Lookout Joe from Tonight's Tonight yes. reminded me of Joe Walsh. Yes. It has that same kind of yeah. like that same kind of structure to it. No, and, I, I dig this. In the too, in the vocals in this with with uh, Linda and Nicolette and Neil are just. Yeah. So powerful! They're telling ju- you, man, they are they they're are the so heroes good. of this album. Oh my god! At they, least the first side. Oh yeah, yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, and this song too, it's very like vulnerable. It's very like because Neil doesn't really, he never says I I like I like to make her scream when I bite the. Yeah, he doesn't he's not, get that. Well, as we learned from the first episode, Neil Young is not sexy. <laughs> that right? is true. Yes, right. Neil Young is not fun. He is in this album though, but I'll tell he is. You he's much. very sexy on this song. He's yeah, man. He's. He's dipping. He's getting. You he's know, getting there. He's, he's getting, biting the bullet. Yeah, he he's he's got the will to love. I don't know what to that's tell right. You. There you go. Yeah. So this ends side one. Does this one end side one? So this is the bars album. Yes, you're like, right. It the does. bars side. You know. So this is like getting out wow. shit faced, going drinking, and then you flip the album over, yeah. and it's side two, and it starts off with Star of Bethlehem. It's night. It's night and day. Yeah. yeah, and it's this is getting home after the bars. And this is on decade. Is this on Decade? Yeah. And this is on Homegrown. Yes. Wow, I didn't realize. I forgot. I forgot this. Big, strong Ben Keith there. Star. Mm. Love it. Yeah. Ben Keith shines on uh, Homegrown in a big way, too. Agreed. Yeah. On the album. I also read, not to get uh, too far, this is the non- uh, crazy Horse song, too. This is was recorded for Homegrown. In fact, I think this is the same version that's on Homegrown. It is. It is, yeah. yeah. It's, I, on, it's the same one on Decade, Yeah, too. so this is a different band. This is Elliot yeah. Mazur producing. This is Tim Drummond on bass. Right, and this is, uh, this is um, the incomparable Emily, Emily Lou's on Emily Lou Harris. Which you can hear her backup. right away, and she fucking is awesome. She is, I've, yeah. I, and I've, I've an always American been treasure. a sucker for Emily Lou. Oh, God, her yeah. Voice, and I feel like for a certain genre, you haven't made it till you do a song with yeah. Emily Lou. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like even yeah. up to like the late two thousands. Anyone who duets with Emmy Lou, like I would love to do that. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like this or not I feel like I just want to quickly also this uh Carl T. Himmel on Star of Bethlehem, this song. 
on drums. Uh, great. He's got that sort of leave on shuffle mm-hmm. sort of uh, yeah. with the with the brush, the wire brush sticks on the snare kind of a thing. And well, it's so, really cool. Yeah. Spe- well, these are the Nashville guys. Yeah. On this yeah, one. yeah. So it's a totally different feel. Of this and song. Yeah. Spe- going back to Homegrown, which this is on. I read that it was Homegrown was going to come out and Neil got stoned with I think it was Rick Danko. Yeah, we talked about this. Did we talk with about this? Tonight. Yeah. And, and it was the on one, the same tape. Yeah. And so Homegrown ends and tonight's the night starts and Rick Danko says you're out of your mind if you don't he says it in that Rick Danko way. You're out of your mind if you don't put this out. Do you agree you with know? that in hindsight? Yeah. I think what he actually I said do was too. Crazy Chester followed me. <laughs> he said, Neil, it makes no difference. It makes no difference. Well, put this the thing one is, out. The thing, is, the thing is, Neil's friend Chester came over and was right. like, do homegrown. And Rick was like, wait a minute, Chester. <laughs> yeah. I'm a peaceful man. That's okay, boy. <laughs> well, the thing is, Luke wanted a different album, but old Luke was waiting for the Judgment Day. Yeah. Right. I hear you, brother. All right. Let's take I a hope, look at this. Moshpit. Sorry. Dan Moshpit. Dan Mosper doesn't get your fucking references. He doesn't get your the band every references. Time, every Play some I, Black Label every, Society, brother. <laughs> <laughs> every time I see you guys gearing up to do your Dan Mosh, but I have to go to the computer to make sure you don't sure. Oh, break yeah, the feedback. Yeah, the veins start popping yeah. out in our neck. Yeah, man. Um, uh, yeah, but so... What is this song about? This is quite possibly, up to this point, one of the saddest songs he's written, in That's my opinion. That's why I love it. But it what is, is so sad. Do you it's like just, it? I love it. Yeah, I do but too. It, and it's it's so beautifully written. It's just, it's it's like the the vibe totally changes. It's it's like there's no. Oh yeah, this is the shift. There's there's no hope. Yeah. Side one is you know? is is day, and this is night. Yeah, yeah. This is coming home after the bar. So you're yeah. shit faced. You're alone. Yeah. You you've tried to fucking score with the Carolina queen. So this is now even the, that didn't work. You didn't bite the bullet. It's closing time and she's the last one left there, you yeah. know, and, and, and you still can do, so you come home and now you're thinking I fucked up my but, life. But what is this? All my fucking, all my girlfriends are and my wives are fucking hating me and I but suck. I can't figure out what this song is about. Maybe the star of Bethlehem isn't a star at all. Is he That's, t- yeah. Is he referencing religion? Is he talking about, what? what is he talking about? he's just talking about the thing that you think is, is 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 your savior kind yeah, of yeah yeah okay oh i it's, like that. it's like you think love is this you think that the star of bethlehem leads you to the chosen one oh, the, the, your okay. chosen love uh but but like that line says earlier all your dreams and your lovers won't protect you they're only passing through you in the end they'll leave you stripped of all that they can get to uh, and wait for you to come back again. Oh, man. So it's sort of, yeah, I think the way that he ends that song with that line about, because um, it starts, uh, the last line starts a little hopeful. He says, yet still a light is shining from that lamp on down the hall. Maybe the star of Bethlehem wasn't a star at all. So it's sort of, uh, I can't believe I didn't make maybe, that connection. Maybe he's saying it wasn't a star, but maybe it was somebody. Right. Maybe it was Jesus. Or maybe it was, it could be somebody for you. Maybe it's not a deity; it's an actual human being. Something right. about that could that could be your savior. Something about hearing this, or whatever you think it was, it isn't. That's, right? Well, and, something and about that. Yeah, true. Something right. Else. Right. It's, yeah. it's yeah. like making me almost tear up a little bit. Yeah, it's a that. beautiful song. Man. It's really it's, it's heartbreaking. Oh yeah. But it's, it's maybe the I Star also, of Bethlehem wasn't a star really at all. I also really love to and 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 as we do in our typical LMYY fashion, we're way overanalyzing. But at the same time, right. It's cool to break these things down, and I like that 
to me, the album cover, you know, you think, you look at the album, you see mm-hmm. the bars, right? right? You see this mess, this sort of, uh, I don't, I don't want to say mess. You know what I'm saying. No, that, it is that, a mess, Russ. It's, he's passed yeah. out, face down on the floor. Yeah. There's the yeah. Carolina it's Queen. Intentionally like, a mess. You can see her crotch. She's holding see her bullet. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the Canadian, and it's whiskey, all that shit yeah. we've already talked about. But, so, in, in this sort of strange way, it's... It's American stars and bars. So stars comes first, mm-hmm. right? It's stars, then bars. But when we're looking at the album cover, and like you said, those first few songs, that's the, that seems to be the bars section, right. right? Yeah. Then when you flip it over, you have this really beautiful Native American, what America should be, could right. be, was mm-hmm. type of thing. And you get this song, which the title of it, like you said, is Star. Right there, you have Star, and it's this really poignant, heartbreaking sort of thing where Luke just sort of said, oh, shit, I didn't even realize that. That's so, uh, you know, beautiful and gives me chills in this way where it's like, oh, wow. And to me, I love that Neil is saying, you think that the front, you think that the front is the front, mm-hmm. but really the back is the front. Right. Really what you think is not what's right. real. Because really, you need to fucking yeah. take a second and realize that what I'm really trying to say to you is right here. Yeah. You know, is the, back is the stars. Right. Not the bars. Yeah. And the, and the stars should be on the front, but I'm doing what I can. You know what I mean? It's sort mm-hmm. of this... It's... I just... And I know I'm overanalyzing, but I also think there's some... Neil doesn't even realize the things he taps into sometimes. And this this song does that to me. Yeah. Yeah. And it flips shit on its head, you know? And he just, like, fucks with everything in his really beautiful fucking Neil Mann sort of way. Mm-hmm. And this song, the way that it starts this side two, which is, like, a total shake-up of what you've already heard up right. to this point, right. is the perfect this way. This is the big Like you down. said, how we like, we, we think the, 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 that Old Country Waltz was the perfect start mm-hmm. for those. Yeah. This is the perfect start for exactly. what we have now. Because yeah. no matter how much you drink or how high you get, right. you're still going to come down at some point. Right. And, and maybe that's that star wasn't a star at all. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's one of his saddest songs Man, to me. It, that I, line, yeah. the line, um, all you have is memories of happiness lingering on, is so... I love the way he says that. Yeah, it's just... It, it's he just lingers. So, he literally lingers yeah. that line on, too. It's just so sad. But Can you it's go such to that line, Luke? Tune, I don't know man. if it's... All you have is memories of happiness Lingering on uh, it's, it's great because he's still giving you that, that, that country taste that you've been used to the whole time, but it's got a different feel. And like you said, it's from a different recording session. All new different musicians... Everything, right? So yeah, and it was done it, a couple like, of years earlier, so he was in a right. different place. So so you're used to having that country vibe this whole time. You still have Ben Keith doing his beautiful mm-hmm. thing, that sort of Guy Clark thing yeah. carries over here, mm. but it's a way different vibe. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're onto something new here. We're onto something, like you said, really sad. And then when we go into Will of Will to Love, it's like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> I love this song. I love this recording of this song, which I read. I'm sure we, we've all read the same thing. I'll let it play a little bit. It 
playing it too much. Yeah. This is one of those tunes I get lost in. Yeah, it creates man. a whole yeah. world. It's, a world. it's got its own like weather pattern and ecosystem. Yeah. There's something it's, eerie about this song. It is. It's he made it that way. I yeah. mean, he just in, I think it's intentional. <clears throat> he yeah. did it with the fire popping and shit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And I mean, obviously he recorded I could it by his some own big fire yeah. place. Mm-hmm. Right. Think. That's what you hear the crackling of in yeah. the back. I think on the I finally found it, Russ. That's what I was digging around for while you yeah. were talking. Is the the liner jacket? Yeah. But he, it's where he talks about where he recorded the different stuff right in the back there and yeah. who was part of it. But well, uh, he yeah. So he recorded that onto a cassette onto like a boombox. Yeah. And he took the cassette to Briggs, and they took it to his studio, Indigo Studio. Yeah. And the engineer was like, "I can't do anything with this. I mean, yeah. this is just." A, and Neil's like, "Oh no, you're going to do something with this." <laughs> and so he called Studio Instrument Rentals and got all these like he got the vibraphone he got a drum kit you know everything and they thought he was going to bring in someone to play and the engineer was like no it was just neil and neil's in there jumping from instrument to instrument mm-hmm. just playing along with the tune and yeah. then they added some vocals that on he had it and already recorded like so even yeah. before yeah. i knew that shoot i wrote down when i was listening i wrote this sounds like a kid like i've been and luke has been and i'm sure you have been in your basement or living room or wherever you have a chance to be alone for a second with a tape record, like one yeah. of those shitty, yeah. just, or nowadays on GarageBand. Yeah, or back in the day with Animal Farm, you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, man. And a mullet. <laughs> we had awesome cassettes. I don't doubt it. But that, that's what this vibe is. It's, it's someone who found a second to get alone and has a little tape player and just wants to create some shit. And it doesn't matter what's playing in the, the AC's on, the fan's on. Your mom's yelling upstairs. Whatever it is, it's so cryptic. That's though. what's going so, on, and, and I agree and with he you. He just puts, he presses record, and then just starts fucking playing the what? song and whatever. It's a kid in his fucking room. But that that chord transition when he d- goes to that chorus, that got the will to yeah. love. It's some, there's and something like, and he's all, he's obviously harmonizing it. with himself, mm-hmm. and you yeah. can hear him like just little bits chiming in where. No one else would do that. No one else has yeah. done that. You know, this, he, this yeah. is all him. There's nobody it's else on this him. song. This is it. And he he's just, doing it. Go to 550 on uh, there. Yes, play thank you. That, look, look at my notes. 550. Yeah, that's where the little kid thing comes in. It's it's like if you threw, that, put that a little guitar. kid in a studio. Yes. I wrote with a literally, bunch of Luke. I wrote exactly. Fi- you can look at my notes. 550. Yeah, turn it up a little. Baby, if I see boredom in your eyes. I love that. I bought that ticket. I'll take that ride. Yeah, it's just the wah-wah, and he's got the vibes going on back in there. And then there's that point in the song where he's trying to play drums. Yeah, it's yeah. for like a quick second. I love that. Well, I yeah, love, it's too. Just you adds, pointed out yeah. the, the part that we just played. I wrote the same exact numbers, 550, where all of a sudden we're fucking fu- – we're almost six minutes into a song, and then all of a sudden you hear this weird guitar yeah. Yeah. come in out of nowhere – what makes it even weirder? But I, yeah. I love this. This and brings like, me. What? But, but it also it brings me right back to the old Laughing Lady, where he can write a full song, but he can space it out so it's almost a different. He j- he's not afraid to just like. Do you know you know the temp Russ? You know the temptation when you're in the studio to be like, this fucking accordion sounds good, so let's put it in the whole goddamn song. Yeah. Neil doesn't 
he doesn't give into that. He's like, you know what? I'm going to put drums in right here. Yeah, for like I'm going f- yeah. to do the wah-wah seconds. near the end. Just to, just right? at the end. I'm going to put the effect yeah. on my voice here and here, but yeah, yeah and then like else. like when he there's a, there's weird effects he adds too when he says the line about I'm like a singer on a stage with the golden I lights love that and verse. liquid yeah. Uh, yeah. rage because it it becomes a, it has a different vibe all of a sudden. Yeah. It's like it adds to the lyric. It's like another chapter in the song. Yeah, it's like yeah. I said he's He's this all of a sudden David. We talk about Talking Heads. How David Byrne is this sort of wicked artsy fartsy kind of guy. Say David Byrne or Danger Bird. I couldn't understand what you were saying. <laughs> but but Neil has in this song he's fucking around with that. He's yeah. being super artsy, but he's also like doesn't care that that's what he's doing. He's just like, oh, I'm singing about being a singer. He's got the will to so love. So I'm gonna add like a weird thing here. You know. Right. Well, it's a whole the whole thing is like based on the salmon. Yes, swimming upstream yeah yeah. You know, and, yeah and and mating and then you know so it's like that's why he there's a line there where he's like you know i can ju- i can't turn around yeah you know you can't turn around on that trip you got to go all the way this is a very and, sexual and album. so it's like even though star bethlehem is like you know i don't know if i'm ever going to love again or anything like that this comes in saying well it's it's part of everyone it's you can say that like I just like I just got dumped or whatever. I'm never going to have another relationship again. Fuck line, love. You know, and, right before the one you're saying, which I think even amplifies what you're saying. Baby, if I see boredom in your eye, I'll know my river has run dry, but I won't turn back with that lonely tide. I bought that ticket and I'll take yeah, that ride. Right. So now yeah. we go back to is it song one with the take the ride? You know what I mean? So now it's a yeah. different, completely different version of taking a ride. You know what I mean? We're before, well, I think, before we're on a horse, and now we're in a stream, and it's just like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. It's just this weird sort of thing that he does with the fish analogy. Right. And, well, that's the fish analogy is the will to love. Like, yeah. a salmon or whatever fish will do that does it because it has to. Right, yeah. And that's what he's saying is that we, as humans... We have to do it. We have the will to love, no matter how much we get hurt or how much we fuck it up. Right. You know, that's inside of us. There's yeah. nothing we can do about it. Yeah. We've got to take that trip. Yeah. yeah. You know, no matter where it's going to take. We get, right. like he says, I dodge nets, yes. get eaten by yeah. a bear or whatever. Yeah. Or yeah. I, I'm a harpoon dodger, you know, yeah. and they're not going to, like, trap me. You know, so it's like we got to do that. Yeah. It's something that has to be done. It's the stream. Right. Yeah. That's, and we got to get into that right. stream yeah. and we got to get out there and do what's in, you know, what's like genetically inside of us. It's yeah. part of our being, you know. But he said he said that this is he said it might be the best one of the best records I've ever made. This record? This, this song. Oh, this song. Yeah. He calls it a record. I think he feels that way about a few of these songs, including the next one. Um, well, you know, I'm a sucker, too, for just Neil alone. With a, an acoustic fucking yeah. around and and will to love, I agree. We Shoot. know that you're a sucker for it, anything acoustic. It <laughs> it takes me, it, it transports me, and I'm like, what? Yeah, it's a whole world. Yeah, and it's completely different. It's like from Lord the of the Rings. The it's like the Lord of the yeah. Rings or something. You're in another fucking place. Don't, don't bring up Tolkien when we're talking about Neil Young. <laughs> all right, not? if we're talking about Zeppelin or something, that's fine. fine. Don't fine. talk about fucking Tolkien. <laughs> Steven you know, you're a rush guy. Dark Why Tower. Want to right, and Tolkien. when I'm talking about... First of all, they didn't talk about Tolkien, all right? They okay. talked about real science Here's every rush and real philosophy. Well, the wizards real. and no, the goblins wrong. went down you're to You're wrong. Why don't you fucking fire. educate your fucking self on fucking Neil Peart's lyrics, all right? <laughs> it's Peart. I just watched the... Uh, it's Peart. I just watched the... It's, it actually um, is Peart, though. 
the the Trailer Park Boys episode where they crash With Alex the... Alex Lifeson. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. He's great. He's so fucking funny. Alex Lifeson is hilarious. What a man. great sport too to just like. Oh, they're, play along they're fun. With that. You know, despite like their music and stuff, like they take their music seriously. They don't take themselves seriously at all. Yeah. yeah. You was... know, if you ever go to a rush show, they're always showing like videos in between songs. Oh, really? Looking, making themselves look like dude. That episode was yeah, like it great. made me genuinely happy. Where yeah. bu- Bubbles comes out and like sound checks the guitar. For Alex, doesn't, Alex. Alex doesn't get enough credit either, man. He, he gets he, zero credit. You yeah. hear about Getty and Neil. And Neil right. That's right. all you hear about. Alex, it, it, come yeah, on. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's a big Tolkien head. No, he's not shoes. a Tolkien head. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I, I, Fuck you in the it's ass. It's getting to the Russ has to pee part of the podcast, so. Really the like oh wait, are we getting this? Because I had something. No, he had more on. I was a joke. I was a joke. I have a couple of cool things about Will to Love. One, he that cassette he used to record it. Yeah, was music from the Stills Young Band sessions. No way. Yeah, that he had brought. You know, that he had brought no back to listen to and way. stuff. And he had laying around, and he's probably looked at it and said, "I'll just record over this." That's awesome. Yeah, and he actually. After he, he went to the studio and added all that stuff to it, he brought the song to a Crosby, Stills, and Nash session that they were recording an album in Miami. And he brought it down there to see if they would want to actually do it and redo it. And David Crosby said, no, you got something good here. Just keep it as it is. Yeah. You know? And what's funny about that is that an engineer came in during the sessions. They said, There's some weird guy out there peeing in the bushes in the parking lot. <laughs> it was fucking Neil Young. <laughs> Was the, do you, did he record that song off a of homegrown Florida around the same time? I wonder. Um, because as I, this, it has the same kind of weird vibe as this. Yeah, song I don't me. know. I don't. I don't know if not it was that around. it's a, even a song, but interlude is what right. you call it. Maybe, yeah, I don't or? know. I don't know if that's um, like if that was recorded during the homegrown sessions, or if it was something that him. It, and, it, I mean, it made it onto homegrown. So him and um, it was that was just him and Ben Keith. So yeah, maybe that ben was just was doing specifically that weird for Homegrown, because yeah, this is yeah. just him by himself. Yeah. But I thought that was great. He recorded over Stills Young Band stuff, and then he brought it to Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. They were probably like, you're fucked. Fuck yeah. this. <laughs> we're not putting this. You recorded this on a cassette? Fuck you. Go back to your shitty Crazy Horse band. <laughs> you know? Don't come in here with that lo-fi shit with us. I do. I love, And like you said, it's literally the most different song from all the rest of these. Yeah, even it's more its own than, world. than like a hurricane, but it's so different. But it just—it's so creepy and like good creepy. Like it's like it draws me in or something. I can't explain it. Yeah, it's it's the earring. It's it's yeah. just many layers and atmospheres and atmospheric is a good word. Yeah, yeah, or something. And the, that, the effect on his voice and the know? and the fire in the background just like seals the yeah the random crackling and then the randomness of some of the playing like the drums yeah you know and some of the the wah-wah guitar and stuff like that and even some of the vibes at first the vibes kick in it sounds really sweet but then in the middle it sounds like it sounds like a five-year-old russ playing on a like a play school fucking xylophone set or something like that he's just like going crazy on it um, but yeah, it's it's definitely a standout, and he thinks it's like the greatest thing ever. You know, <laughs> him and him and Briggs think you know thought it was like Briggs thought this was like the greatest well, thing he's ever done up until that point. Not, and not, again, not to jump the gun twice, but when going into like a hurricane, which is a song after this, I think that is his favorite. I think, and I don't know if he's ever said this publicly, but I've read that he plays like a hurricane at almost every show he does from from the time it was recorded. He just never stops playing. That's funny because Will to Love, 
that's the only time he's played and sang that song. Wow. He's never played it live. Because he couldn't, didn't he say he's tried a bunch of times it was and he just, just can't? Yeah, first can't. of all, he said he was high on all sorts yeah, of things. Yeah, you can't replicate that. Right, yeah. and it was the, t- the time no and place. Plus, yeah, he said it was in a weird, the verses were kind of off. Yeah. They weren't exactly the same, like, length of time apart or something like that. Or, mm. Yeah, so he's never played it live. That's the only time he's saying that. Where, like a hurricane, that's weird because, like, yeah. like you said, and he's I like that he it puts those time. back to back. Because I, I think he really loves this album. Especially yeah. these last couple songs here. Yeah. You want me to just hit like well, a hurricane? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, too, I just went and pissed, and there's like a uh, mostly clear sky, dark over there, but lightning and thunder. So perfect intro oh. into. Yes. That's a segue, Russ. <laughs> you, I, need, I, need more, I need more margaritas. You were saying margaritas. you were scared to take a pee out there? No. A little bit? Well, not you. I just skydived. How many times is that going to come up over the next I definitely like this song. And how good it's on. I'll get to the chorus. One of the best Neil songs ever. That's incredible. Dude, it's uh, a alleg- so? it's allegedly about a woman he was talking to at a bar. They were him and and uh, the horse and Briggs. They were all out drinking. This was during Zuma when they were recording Zuma, and a girl he met at the bar that he calls Gail, which I think is a joke because <laughs> Gail, right? You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, Gail yeah. Bedecker from Breaking Bad. I get right, it. Right? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or Gail the Snail from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> But um, no, we know what you mean. Uh, yeah, we know what you mean. Apparently, yeah, like he was totally taken with this woman, but nothing, nothing came of it, and so they all went home and they went up to some cliff near Malibu to hang out and do coke, and he started <laughs> writing the the lyrics on the car on a piece of newspaper he found on the car. Really? Yeah, and he just kind of wrote it all, and then he played it all night on some kind of pump organ he had back at the house, huh. like all night long he was playing it, and he pretty much drove all the other guys away. You know, because he kept playing it over and over again, trying to get it down. I think so. This is where James Blunt got the uh, inspiration for "How Beautiful." That's true. I saw your face in a crowded place, and I don't know what to do, cause I'll never be with you. Which was about. Oh, that song. really is. Yeah, that yeah. really is like it's that. The same exact. Except Neil like nice worded it infinitely better. Good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just an infinitely better song. I, right. Yes. I honestly, I honestly, talent, musician. You started anything. singing. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. But I was listening to the words. I'm like, oh, it's, it's, it's the same thing. You don't know that yeah. song? Oh, I know the song. Yeah. I just shut it off when it starts, oh, yeah. usually. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, I feel like Josh Dolan would love that song. Jo- that's a Josh Dolan That's a JD song. song for yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah, he loves that shit. Yeah, he does. Also, yeah. Josh Dolan definitely like gets 
the fuck down to closing time by semi Oh, you know he does. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. Man. Yeah. That was probably our senior fucking song. You know, probably like anytime Josh is at a bar and they're like, last call, he goes to a jukebox, plays yeah. it, and then just looks around. Like, you know that song's with about. That creepy with like smile a lonely he does. T- like a lonely yeah. tear while he does that weird smile. That was your senior song? Probably. That song's know. about having a baby, you know. What, closing yeah. time? Yeah. Really? It's about his wa- the guy's wife was overdue on their baby. And so he was thinking, it's closing time. You got to leave. Everybody's got to get out of the bar. Really? So he was. It was totally based. I'll on say the, this the about not coming around. Dan Wilson, the sem- the guy from Semisonic, okay. yeah. uh, very underrated songwriter. He does a lot of ghost songwriting for different bands. He wrote so- songs for Adele. Huh. Did he really? Yeah. Wow. Good um, for him. Someone like Cha-ching. you. Yeah. Really? He wrote, wrote someone like you. Someone like you. Talk about a catchy song. He yeah. wrote that. He may Holy have co-wrote fuck. it with her, but he was part of the writing Still. process. Still. Yeah. That's yeah. a good chunk of change. Yeah. And a great, month. just a great. Oh, yeah. Look Holy up his fuck. solo stuff. It's really good. Dan Wilson. Yeah. But. I have nothing to base this on except for the fact that he's played it on every live album since he wrote it. Dan Moshpit. I, th- <laughs> I think he's th- gonna get that in there. I think this is Neil's. I think this is the song he's the most proud of. I you don't think know so? why, but my gut tells me that. Huh. I think he fucking loves the shit out of this song, and it's a great song to be proud. It of. It is. It's I a don't beautiful know if tune. It's in my, I don't think it's in my top ten. It's not in mine. But I like it a lot. I like it a lot. But to me, I think he was like. So he did Zuma. First of all, Zuma was incredible. Way better than it should have been. No artist should have the run that Neil has for no. the, those first nine albums. No. So I wonder if when he's at, at his 10th, he's like, okay, this is insane. The Beatles had long since broken up. Do you know what I mean? His, yeah. A lot of his idols had stopped making good music. And not that the Paul and John, I mean, they all made good. But what I'm saying is right. like, it's, it's very hard for an artist to make it this far. So his 10th album... I think this song came out, and I think he just was very proud of it. And this is based on nothing except my own. That's weird gun. because they recorded it for Zuma, but he didn't want to put it on there. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he just didn't think they got it right. And it was because of, I think, the rhythm. And it was Poncho, Frank San Pedro, who kind of started playing it differently when they were packing up in the studio. This song almost didn't happen. This song was almost one of those songs where they didn't hit the record button huh. because the engineers thought, okay, we're he done for the night. plays synthesizer on this. Yeah, yeah. so he, he did something that Neil liked. And he sings. And so Poncho, I mean. the engineer shut the tape off. Okay. And then Neil's like, no, let's do that. And they start playing, and the engineer went over and hit it. That's why it kind of has that weird just little kind of yeah. click-in start to it. And so it almost didn't get recorded. Weird. Yeah, but then he didn't want to put it on Zuma. And then also, um, when he sang it, it, he didn't like his vocals because he had just had throat surgery. Oh, I read this. Yeah. Yeah. And so he added, it's one of those few tunes where he added vocals later. Afterward. Yeah. This song definitely doesn't have the same vibe as Zuma. You don't think so? I think it could fit on Zuma pretty well. I don't think it could. I just mean the production, the, 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 the... if you listen to Dangerbird or Cortez or any, or they're very mystical. It's it it just it has a different uh, feel in my ears than this one does. Agreed. But I will say that this one, why I think, to your point, Luke, that I think Neil loves this song is because if you go on YouTube and you just look up any fucking Neil Young performance other than like the acoustic shit, meaning whether it be acoustic guitar and harmonica or organ and piano, whatever, but him on electric with a band. You'll almost always, guaranteed, see Neil either beating the shit out of his guitar 
whether he's like on the bent down in front of the amp, like banging it with his hand and smacking it. And he, there's one uh, where he does a day in the life with Paul McCartney, where yeah. all of his strings Every break string, off, yeah. and he just whips them around. He, th- this song is the first song to me in his career where you really feel that live performance of him fucking the guitar in that way. More than Cortez? Yep. Because okay. if you listen to this song, he it's insane. Yeah. It's insane. He's doing shit with his guitar that's like, what? Because with Cortez, he's still playing... He's still playing a solo in a way that makes sense for the song. And I get that this song, you're like a hurricane and I'm blown away. So that makes the sense for the guitar to be like a hurricane. But he's still like smacking the guitar. You can hear him like doing shit where he's like, really, it, it's different. It's not the same as Cortez. Cortez is, is wild, but it's orchestrated in a way. Who had the better hurricane themed song? Dylan or Neil? Mm, that's a tough one, that man. Because Hurricane, Hurricane is such a great, good, song. really good. That's song. a good. It tells a great Which story. Which one came out first? Uh, Dylan's. Was it Dylan's? Was Desire? Uh, yeah, this is seventy seven. So when did Desire come out? Desire was right around this time. I feel like because it was right after Blood on the Tracks. Mm. I don't know, man. I, I feel like Dylan was probably first. Let me see though. But do you, does that? Do I, am I making no, sense? No, no. You totally. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Yeah. I haven't heard. Neil do the shit that he does with the guitar that he now does live all the time and has done for since probably the late seventies, eighties, where you see him live and he's just I mean, we've seen it. He just fucking he's he doesn't yeah. care. He's just he's you, fucking you know Neil, that man. Neil hair where it's yeah. flapping around. It's like that video I posted on our yeah. Facebook yeah. page. Any of, those, yeah, 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 yeah. of Cortez. Or like the Tuscaloosa. This to me is the cover. first recording where you really hear that. Yeah. And you first hear it in Decade, don't you? This is on Decade. Yes, it is. So Yeah. Let me just find out that Bob Dylan um, so we can get that right. So we're, we're I think it's just a beautiful song of, of a of a just it, so Bob it's Dylan, it's like a beautiful the, tune of a moment, you know, that that you've we've all been through whether it's with another person yeah. or or like a or an opportunity or situation that has passed, you know, and it's I don't know, it's a it's a beautiful song, man. I agree. Yeah. I, I love it. Um, I don't Bob need... Dylan's Desire came out in 76. Oh, okay. but, wow. But he wrote this. when was this written? During so, Zuma. So 70, what, five? Yeah. Yeah, so the, he wrote this before And Bob Dylan. Dylan sat in on the Zuma sessions. Oh. That thieving little bastard. Or is Bob Dylan a time-traveling Van Helsing? Okay, but... Uh, <laughs> chasing the, the Neil. <laughs> chasing Neil across the cosmos. Uh, I don't that's know. good. Okay, the that's Hurricane good. Bob Dylan song... Was originally re- released in '75, recorded in '75. Okay. Let me see when. And Zuma was recorded in '75. It came out like what six months after Tonight's the Night, I think. Yeah. Again, Dylan. Also, can lifting you hear? Off Neil. I, I want to go back to Will to, the Love. Just while to snipe I'm looking the horse. at this. You know what else I love to hear in Will the Love is you? Is it just me or can you hear his like nose whistles, like his nose breathing? Yeah, I don't know. It's like when Babe plays the harp on our <laughs> records. You can hear us. <laughs> um, anything else about this song? No. Because this is, again, this is like the after the after the party, after yeah. the bar hopping song, you know, and he had that chance with Gale. Gale. Fucking Gale, man. And uh and like he totally missed it. She was like, know? Will you bite the bullet? And he's like, 
Maybe mm. in a year. I don't know. I'm going to go out to the cliff with my buddies and do some coke. <laughs> this is like the same exact time. Couple I of think, hurricanes. I think that Dylan stole the idea. Uh-oh. Dylan showed up at the Zoom session. He showed up Uh-oh. at the Zoom sessions. Yeah. Because uh, this is the so story how 70, I stole that was seventy five, seventy five November. Mm-hmm. Dylan, uh, I could be wrong, but this uh, same time November seventy five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking Neil, man. All right, what do we got? What, what's up? What's, All right, we're on homegrown now. Anybody else just love this song? Yes. Yeah, so great tune. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. This one, to me, it doesn't fit. If you had to pick one that didn't fit, it would be this, but I love this song. I mean, obviously, it's this, awesome. This would have been a good closer for side one if they could have fit it. Yes. Yeah. Because yep. it was recorded for the same session. It's just so, it's just so fucking loose. Yeah. It's ramshackle. Yeah. It really is. And, and I, know, I know Neil's been... I can't... Which version do you like better, this one or the homegrown version? See, that's tough. Because I like this one. You know what my favorite version is? The one where he's on his porch playing to the chicken stand. <laughs> <laughs> the one on homegrown, like it's so the, the, different. The album is so funky. different. I like, well, that's that. Yeah. Can you play that's a the Nashville that one? Band. Can you go to the homegrown album? It, yeah, man, it, it's a yeah. it totally it's a Nashville van. Yeah. I, I I'm a, I don't know. I I, I can't. Pick. It's a totally different feel. The one on Homegrown. Either is way, so it's such funky. a good song. Yeah, and this one's just this one's more. This li- one's it's Crazy Horse. It's a crazy. Yeah, horse it's Crazy version. Horse. So it's a little more lively. This one's country. This is off a of Homegrown. Which I don't want to do any kind of spoilers, but we'll probably be talking about this in 2022. <laughs> so if you. Don't want it spoiled, what we're going to say about the song. Turn it off right now. I do like the intro. I like it both. Yeah, the intro's nice. He doesn't, he's just like, yeah. It's homegrown. You know what I mean? Was Levon on this song? No. I don't think so. No. This is the horse? No, this is the Nashville Nashville guy. Uh, Tim Drummond's on here, but not Levon. And and Carl. Ben Keith is here. Ben Keith's always. This is good, though. This version is real good. The bass. Oh yeah. shit! I don't know now. I thought I liked. That's what I mean. It's hard to pick. Cause he's not fucking around with this either. He's not fucking around. They're very different. I like that this intro's longer. I like that it's you know. Agreed. Yeah. Let's get to the singing this here. See, this is this is stoned Neil. Yeah. This is honey like, slide Neil, and then and then American Stars and Bars. It's it's tequila. I Neil. like yeah. I like I. It's hard. I I dig the intro of that more. I like that it's a little looser. Uh, uh, takes longer. He's. I like them both, man. But I I what I I, I enjoy the tempo more of the uh, crazy horse. I agree. Yeah. And I, I like the looseness. And I like better. it a little yeah. more. Compact. I like a little more tequila-ish. Right. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. And I like when they all just harmonize right, and it all the instruments drop out. So the fit. My I was gonna. I wrote that down. One of my favorite parts of this version is that end where it just goes to the the vocals at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Home, bro. 
Homegrown is the way it should be. You hear Ben back Homegrown in there. Homegrown yeah. is a good thing. Plant that bell and let it ring. Homegrown. I love this. I really yeah. like this. Yeah. Homegrown. Well, I think it's a good. You know, it's be. out of place on this side of the album. But I think it's a good end because it's a it, great like, end. you get home from the bar, you go through the Star of Bethlehem thing and the will to love and then the Agreed. missed opportunity with like a hurricane. But you know what? In the end, you have some weed stashed away. Yeah. And then you're still like, all right, cool. Yep. I'm going to get stoned, watch Three Stooges. And some luchador tequila. Some luchador tequila. Some yeah. awesome mix. I, d- I love, line. too, that he, he backs it up. Like he sings about fucking homegrown planting and shit and then – he does all those farm aids. He does all yep, that shit. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's such a that's such a. It, he it doesn't might, just sing be, about you shit. Might, you he might backs hear that all and of you it. You think up. it's, it's kind of cheesier, but that's a great line. Plant that bell and let it ring. Yeah. It's like you don't get to ring the bell unless you fucking. That's work a goddamn for it. tattoo, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> it is, man. Like a Dan Washpitz gets that on his neck. That's a hardcore tattoo. I'll plant that bell in your forehead. I'll plant that barbell in your forehead. You know what I'm talking about. Sorry. <laughs> a Sorry, bell Dan. growing out of, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah man, I, I dig that. Well, let, like, plant like, that bell, let it ring. Let everybody know. You know, you don't have to buy what the big companies are yeah, growing. You, you know, you can do this yourself. Shit. You can grow you your own veggies. You don't need the Big veggies. Mac, Lukey. Yeah, you can make your own Big Mac. Yeah. Of course, it's never going to be as good as, you know, with their Mac sauce. But still, you can make your own. Listen, Shu, just because I don't got people just bringing me fucking subs I know, and I know, Big Macs, okay? I, I, yeah, I've, I've been hey, given Shoe, all I my food. I love you, hey, Shoe, dude. Let the, me buy yeah. your next sub. I know. Hey. I get everything for free. Everybody hey. thinks I'm a millionaire, hey, and I get Shoe, everything for free. Hey, You're absolutely right. Hey, Shoe, this is scary. I fucking love it, dude. Let me tell you something. Give me a, give me a fucking shout-out next podcast. Dude, I'll fucking, buy a couple hey, grinders, Grinders. Shoe, my cousin's uncle's brother's mother's daughter's fucking father told me that you you once, once fucking got on the fucking tee at the fucking Malden station. Hey, Sue, we were listening to your fucking show down at Revere Beach Boulevard. Uh, that's incorrect because you couldn't get AAF in Revere. Oh, really? <laughs> Is that true? Yes. That's wild. We you couldn't, you the... couldn't get AAF in the parking right. lot of AAF. We were listening to fucking AAF <laughs> down crazy, in Eastie and fucking. Yep. No. <laughs> Boston Metro, nearly impossible. Man, how do we go from that from. Fucking home I know, really? <laughs> That's a great what the fuck? It's the tequila. Yeah, All right, man. what else Well, there's we got? American That's Stars it. and Bars. It is. That's, I love this album, man. Same. You know? And I didn't I really list, seriously listen to this album. Until, I had like, neither. Like, well, no, I mean, about 10 years by. ago, it just I just saw like an article and some, like uh, Ultimate Classic Rock or one of those, you know, websites. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to check this out. I've never really listened. I mean, I knew like a hurricane, but I've never really listened to the record. Same and I just yeah. loved it, you know, and, and it's it really is like a blueprint for, you know, country rock. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But like real know? good country. But rock. It, it also has the the side two. You know, so yeah, yeah. Right. it's not just that. Yeah, it, it, well, like you all said, his albums has, are like that, yeah, though. Yeah, it's, he, yeah. He kind of like, oh, I want to put this here, and I want to, and I have this song, yeah. and, and doesn't matter if you recorded it Neil, then man. or five so years no one ago. Else does yeah, that shit. fucking Neil, Nobody man. Else does we, that weirdly shit. enough, this was the hardest one for me to pick a top three. Did you guys do that this no. time around? I didn't. Yeah. W- what do you got, Shu? I could do it on the fly, but um, maybe on the McFly. McFly on the, on the Marty. <laughs> there had to be a fucking Back to the Future reference. Of course. You. Holy shit. Oh, like a hurricane, baby. Oh, Jesus. Don't let you talk about whatever he's talking about. 
Just a dream. If you couldn't hear it, youngsters, we just had a loud like a little, thunder boom. We had a thunder boom. It's like a hurricane out here right did now. Did those pick up in that last one we did? The on harvest? Did one, two on harvest, two of them did. did. Yeah. yeah. What do you got for a top three? Because I want to get out of this before this, the power goes out. Okay. Um, I got to say my number one is uh, – that's tough. Yeah, this is a tough one. It's a tough one, man. I, I don't know if I, I'll be able to do it. It's really tough. It's between like a hurricane and actually hold back the tears. Okay. I love hold back the tears. Yeah, but I love like a hurricane. But what's your two and your three? So, um, my so you, th- go. You got it. You got uh, no. My three would be uh, number three, bite the bullet. Number two, hold back the tears. Number one, like a hurricane. I think my three, and I feel weird not having like a hurricane on here, but I think my three is homegrown. My two is bite the bullet, and my one is saddle up the Palomino. Wow, I just cool. fucking really that like is it. A I, great dig, tune. I dig it. I dig it, man. That's tough, man. I, yeah. Hold. Uh, so, Hey Babe would be, I think, in my top three. Really? Yeah, it's a good okay. tune, man. Yeah. That's a good song. I don't want. I can't not put like a hurricane, and I can't not put homegrown. It's so tough. I that's, think this that's one was my tough. top three. Because they're all. It's a very even playing field for this album. I feel. And like. I, and yeah. after doing those double listens, this version is better to me. I think yeah. a little bit better because I like the tempo. They're so different, and though. I yeah. like the vocal yeah. change. I like the going to the vocals at the end of the so, song. Yeah. I already told you my cut was "Hey Babe." What would you guys cut if you had to cut one? I'd cut "Old Country Walls." I would cut "Old Country Walls." Really? Yeah. Okay. yeah that's. Right. I, mean, I don't that's want fair. to. I don't. I don't want no, to. I like that's it. Fair. I like yeah. it too, but it's just kind of like the rest of them yeah. are just. I like them better. It's yeah. so that's hard, fair. man. I want. I want "Hold Back to Tears" and "Saddle Up the Palomino" and "Bite the Bull Egg" right, and yeah. "Star of Bethlehem." That whole such first a side is awesome. Just the whole, the whole album like, is great. Yeah. "Will to Love" is just. He just. It, it is so just, hard. This one was hard. I'm, I did I'm not actually, expect this one to be hard. And it's I'm really glad hard. he didn't. In hindsight, he didn't split those songs for Chrome Dreams and Homegrown. I'm glad the way things came out being me now in 2020. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah. anyway, that was American Stars and Bars. Yeah. Thank you for listening to uh, Long May You Can Young. Can I give a quick shout-out Instagram? We didn't do an Instagram thing. Rusted Out Garage um, is the name of this this person who started following us and responded to when I posted about our uh, Zuma episode, and they said, Dude, the whale shit had me dying. <laughs> the whale, that's right. So, yeah, the whale bone comb. Just a quick shout-out shout yeah. to Rusted Out Garage. Nice. Nice. And uh, we, sh- we should definitely mention that we are a part of Pantheon Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, which is a podcast group that specializes in music-based podcasts. There's so many good ones, literally so many good, and they're all good. I haven't listened to a bad one yet. Yeah, there's a ton of them. So you can check them out, pantheonpodcast.com. Yep. I think is the place to go there. Yeah. All right, so yeah. what's up next? What are we doing I think now? it's Comes a Time, I believe. Yeah, that's right, Comes a Time. Which I haven't listened to at all, except for the song Comes a Time. Yeah. So. Well, that should be. That was like I think his bestseller. Yeah, well, then comes time, and no, this is time. That was it. his bestseller since Harvest. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, we'll get into uh, that and should more we next Timmy week. Timmy on this one, or no? he wants to wait for the. Uh, oh yeah, the other one, the, the one Willie, with, the, with the Willie and Whalen one. Yeah. Old ways. Old ways. He wants to wait yeah. to old. He wants ways. to come in for he, old ways. Timmy loves old ways. Really? Yep. Wow. He's a big Willie Whalen. Well, guy, and though. I mean, okay. if you listen to if you listen to Town Meeting's new album, Make Things Better, now available on Spotify and <laughs> Apple Music and on vinyl. Uh, Tim, the song Tim wrote, it's called Eulogy, but you can you can yeah, feel that's a great song. You, but you can feel even in that the. The Willie, like, it, I mean, it's definitely a harder hitting song, but that the boom, chicken, boom, chicken, boom, chicken. But anyway, listen to Eulogy on by Town Meeting. All right, let's get the hell off of this.
Yeah, we'll see you next for comes. You guys want some more margaritas? Yes, please start okay. pouring right, right now. Bye, youngsters. <laughs> it's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.